So, so how's your day? Yeah. How's my day? We're yeah. just gonna run into it. Yeah, you, you old stuck in. Okay, yeah. I'm old. Yeah, so, welcome <laughs> to this issue of Mex Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. Yeah, and uh, today we're going over uh, Riot at the Xavier Institute, uh, which is issue 134 through 138 of New X-Men, and then also discussing X-Men news, and we're going to go through... Yeah, well, we're going to go over Uncanny issue 10, but to get there, we're going to do a brief overview of what led to there. Yeah, 1 through 9, and the same with Extermination and Exterminated, just to get up to date on what's going on. So it's just tripping me out that you're so much shorter I know. the rest I of us. Like right. <laughs> so short chair. Yeah. So we're starting with news? Yeah, I mean, it's format. So officially, the uh, Fox-Marvel thing is happening, yep. and they're like, yeah, we're not keeping all the Fox X-Men stuff, which like everyone knew but wasn't official, and now people are like, oh, no, and it's like, but how did you not know that? Yeah, because it's it's terrible. Yeah, it would be. You know how much more angry I'd be if they're like, you know, we're just gonna keep it all. But it officially, kind of sucks in a way though. Well, Deadpool. Some of those actors. Are well, I'm actors, sure they'll still keep yeah, Deadpool for their parts. Yeah, James Marsden was a good Cyclops. Yeah, and but I think like 40. Now. Hugh Jackman obviously was an iconic well, Wolverine, but he's just gone, wrong. Though. He's old. James Marsden's out, but that young kid, I wanted to see him as Cyclops. Whoever that dude is. Ty Sheridan or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he's just typecast as the guy who has yeah. a visor on his face. Yeah. Well, well to be fair, he's only been Cyclops and the guy from Ready Player One. But yeah, yeah, but that's a weird thing to in your two movies. Yeah. I'm sure he has more than that, which is we would never want. He just well, looks like a good Cyclops to me. Yeah. But he didn't have a chance to really play the role last movie. Yeah. Nobody's really had the chance to play the role in any of the movies. Yeah, that's true. Been writing bullshit for a while for the next one. Storm. I wanted to see Alexander Ship as Storm. And that girl, what was her name? Olivia something. Mun. Mun yeah. Oh, yeah, she was great. Yeah. She also was giving, like, no lines. Yeah, so I wanted to see, like, where they're going to take those actual characters, and I feel like Marvel could actually write some good stuff for them. Yeah, which if anyone saw her in the newsroom, she's a great actress. Like, I don't know why, and, and that's a show that's super heavy in, like, dialogue. So I don't know why, like, because a, a lot of people were like, oh, well, it's probably because she couldn't act, why they didn't give her lines. It's like, well, that's totally untrue. You're just being shallow because she was on G4. Like, yeah. She looks exactly like Psylocke. It's clear. They just focus on uh, Xavier and Magneto. That's why those people didn't get much lines. Oh, and Jennifer yeah, Lawrence, well, Yeah. Well, Mystique. and Wolverine. I mean, X-Men's 1 yeah. through uh, Wolverine were Wolverine. 1 through Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, they were all Wolverine. It was Wolverine <laughs> yeah. and the X-Men, pretty much. It, it was. Well, no, because Wolverine and the X-Men had... The comic Wolverine and the X-Men had less Wolverine. Than yeah, than Wolverine yeah. But the cartoon. I didn't even see the cartoon, so I'm relating it to something I didn't even see. It was alright. Was it? Yeah. I it was like emo it. Cyclops. Yeah. Because Gene was dead. Right Wasn't he in the trench coat? Wow. Fuck yeah. you, man. What happened to be Observer? <laughs> Wasn't he in the trench coat in that series? Yeah. 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 You don't see Gyup like you know. I, I, I've seen that show. Oh. <laughs> He had a weird chain wallet thing going on, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you just stop that hot topic before they started making the show? I don't know why. They were just trying to make him like, as bad as possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't like a ch- it wasn't specifically a chain, but like he had a belt, and then he just had like a random like tassel loop going from his belt like a chain wallet. Yeah. It's like when they tried to make Aquaman like super cool with the 90s, and they're like, like you went too far. Hey, they, it worked for that movie. Yeah, they made him a bro. It's like the opposite, though. He's trying to be, he's still super nerdy. He doesn't want to lose his wallet. So he needs to have a tie. <laughs> My <dude>. wallet! <laughs> yeah. 
He's still a responsible X-Men. In a trench coat. There's guns under there. Yeah, these guns. <laughs> they work it out. Devin's pointing at a wall of guns. <laughs> he's got a wall of guns. Uh, he's a huge The whole wall just rotated around and it's just... Yes. Guns. It's like that scene of Men in Black. Yeah, but anyway, they're uh, but they're they are keeping the Phoenix movie and the New Mutants movie. Yeah, nobody wants those movies. I want them. Fox wants them. Fox Fox is going to make money. Yeah, but they're not people. The people running a lot Fox. of people. <laughs> Both corporations aren't people. Yeah, I want the movies. All right, yeah. they've already been worked on. Just it's like I'll take what I can get. You know, you'll take whatever. You're so ex desperate that yeah. you take any X Men things. So I am with the comics too. So I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's all good. I mean, but they're for someone who hates Wolverine, though they're all so much Wolverine. He's so trash. <laughs> when he's not around, it's good. Old Man Logan was more tolerable, but he was still a little trash. By the way, did you see the soul patch that they gave him? Yes. I know, <laughs> and it's like they forgot what they were even because the comment before the he has no Sander. soul patch, and it's yeah. like later that day, soul patch. He just he catch later, man. <laughs> and it's the same artist. His facial hair has healing ability. But <laughs> yeah, I know. That was actually one of my notes is like mutant facial hair ability <laughs> to just morph it. Uh, like soul patch. Well, because at that time, the uh, ultimate X-Men Wolverine had a soul patch. Such yeah. a bad idea. And it's like they Skip forgot that shots. that's not this universe or something. I hate the ultimate X-Men Wolverine even more. <laughs> yeah. Well, you hate Wolverine, and if I remember correctly, you're not a huge fan of the Ultimate Universe stuff. No, I like Ultimate Universe. Oh, do you? All right, because I was going to say, yeah, there's no way that you'll like the Ultimate Universe. No, it was a good read, yeah. I just didn't like how, because they did almost the same thing they did with Old Man Logan, which is Wolverine is, like, so powerful he can take out all the X-Men. And yeah. then he comes to this universe and gets his ass handed to him like he's supposed to, because just Gene stomped him in the Ultimate Universe. So I'm like, man, cut the shit. Well, in the Ultimate Universe, he gets killed, actually, in, like, a pretty simple way, where, like, Cyclops and uh, Iron Man both just shoot him. That was it. Like, with full blast, yeah. Well, Magneto makes them both do it, but yeah. Well, I mean, because I mean, I've seen like articles talk about how broken his powers were in that universe, and it's like, well, clearly not because he died. His powers are broken in every universe, though, because like in well, the main continuity, one. sometimes his uh, healing factor is just stretched out and he can't heal anything, and then also like he's regenerated from a single drop of blood. Yeah. Well, well, see, I heard the problem was when he regenerated from that drop of blood. It was like I don't know. Do you know what the uh, drop of blood fell on? Apparently it fell on something that like enhanced his power and actually gave him the ability to regenerate from that drop of blood. And then writers in the future forgot that he was fucking that's, enhanced. That's so fucking stupid. And ever since then, they were just thinking he regenerated from a drop of blood. And now everyone thinks he just did it, like how you brought it up. Yeah. He was fucking enhanced, and that's why he did it. Yeah, uh, I think that's a part of the problem is losing a lot of the nuance. Uh, and that's part of my uh, what I think is lost, too, with the whole Gene, Emma... And Cyclops that stuff. He's like currently? well, in general, I think all the newer stuff after uh, Morrison, I think people lose that nuance that existed there, and it's just Jane cheated on. I mean, Cyclops cheated on Jane with Emma. You oh, know, they forget all the details. Yeah, they forget all the details of it. Uh, but we'll we'll get into that later in the episode. Then, uh, yeah, Rob Liefeld, his new X Men character that they announced, that is. Uh... Straight up Rob Liefeld character. Man, that yeah. character. All he's missing is some pockets, but he's got the shoulder pads. I looked for pockets. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're on his ass. He kind of he kind of looks like uh, Havoc and Cyclops mixed with Judge Dredd. I thought like Deadpool and the new Cyclops were like, what is it, 2014 Cyclops? Yeah, the one with the X mask. Yeah. 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 And Judge Dredd. Well, I only picked uh, Havoc's weird... Uh, circle oh, on his yeah, chest, yeah. Chest, yeah. <laughs> By the way, have you guys ever seen uh, Racer X from Speed Racer? 
No, people were saying he looks like him too. Yeah. It, it, well, it looks like they took two eras of Cyclops and combined them. Yeah, <clears throat> we're referencing Cyclops too much. I feel. No, this is a Cyclops podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Cyclops is right. But yeah, that character looked kind of dumb to me, in my opinion. But. Yeah, I mean, we'll still read the book. You'll probably love it, um, <laughs> even if it's bad. That big, like, new characters I'm obviously a little weird about. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's it, yeah. It's just two areas of Cyclops mixed together. That reminds me of a Cyclops and Havoc put together, because it's the black and white. Oh, new characters I'm, like, weird about, oh, obviously. Wait. They have to earn the trust or the love, and yeah. that helmet is stupid as fuck. Okay, yeah. No, yeah and I is just... he going to be used in Uncanny, or is it a new series that they're going to do it on? I'm not sure, but it's reminding me a little bit of what they did with X-Men Gold, where they had that really interesting kind of anti-mutant vigilante-esque guy oh, yeah. that had actually, like, that was one of the things that Gold seemed to have been doing right, and then they totally ripped that character off. It, so, it, it kind of reminds me of, um, in the Teen Titans show, how they had that uh, guy with the X on his face to come out and try to take out the Teen Titans. Oh, but it turned out to be Robin? Yeah, it was, it was uh, fucking... Like, it was supposed to be Jason Todd or something. I think it was, wasn't his name just Red X? Yeah, Red X. Yeah. Supposed to be the Red Hood or some shit? Yeah, well, they I think they made him for Teen Titans. Oh, it's like a new character. Yeah. yeah. So, did you see that Rob Liefeld post where he was specifically talking about feet? No. He was like, look at the feet. He was like, it was a picture of Nate Gray floating and he was like, no shoes, yeah? <laughs> Dude, that video of Stan Lee that, where he's making fun of uh, Rob Liefeld and Tom McFarlane. Have you seen was that? he really? No. Yeah, they, they're like drawing a character for him. And he's like, oh, hey, Rob, you going to draw some shoulder pads on this one? And he's like, I was thinking about it. And he's like, yeah, of course you were. <laughs> but uh, somebody posted on the, they commented on the video saying, making fun of Rob Liefeld is no small feat. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, what else is the news? Uh, that the Marvel X-Men. may be making X-Men uh, into a series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for Disney So Plus. that's cool. Making yeah. me want to get that well, Disney Plus app. As long as it's not like... I mean, maybe it would still be cool, but I feel like it's like, oh, X-Men series coming, and it's going to be like uh, X-Men class or something, or it's going to be like Gifted or something like that, where it's it's an X-Men show, but it's not a show about the X-Men. No, I, I think what, because they seem to be pretty smart in that what they're doing with the other stuff, like there's, there's going to be the Winter Soldier Falcon show, there's going to yeah. be the Scarlet Witch Vision, Vision show. show, yeah. Uh, and the and they're keeping all the same actors. So what they did was went from movies to shows. I think what they're going to do is just in reverse with the X Men shows. That's going to get a lot of story out in a in a quick kind of way that can then build up to something the size, the grandeur of a movie. They'll probably do yeah. what they did with uh, Netflix, how they had the Defenders season at the end that wrapped them all up. Yeah, except it'd be a movie. movie. Yeah, either that or they might do what Sherlock does, where a season of Sherlock is really just like three movies. That would be cool. Yeah. Because they did say that they're going to keep the format. They don't want to start adding like too many movies a year. Yeah. They're going to start trying to do more. But that's shows. a that's a really good yeah. point though on theirs because otherwise because the market's already kind of saturated. Yeah. They they do a lot themselves to saturate it, and then on top of that, you got uh, DC doing DC it. throwing movies yeah. out, and you got other people trying to throw out their super How movies the and, and yeah. And I I get it. It's it's a, it's a smart I, play. I do like how the uh, Marvel was like. Yeah, we have absolutely no plans for the X-Men. We're not even sure if we're getting them, and we can't come up with plans. And then the day they're like, all right, like, it's, final, line is everything. it's finalized. And like, we got so many plans, you guys. <laughs> yeah, because they're not allowed to make plans until they actually own the yeah. properties, which is dumb. Yeah, yeah. you know they are making yeah. plans. But, um, I mean, there's also, you don't want to overvalue the thing you're trying to buy before you buy it. That's true. Yeah. So you don't want to be like, Fox already knew that Marvel wanted their stuff back 
it doesn't help Marvel and, and Disney, for, like, or it doesn't help Disney for Marvel to go, oh man, we're going to do so many cool things, it's going to be worth so much money, because then Fox can be like, oh, is it? Right. Well, if that's the case, then yeah. we're re-estimating the value of these things, and uh, they're more now. Yeah, but they already charged out the ass. I think they already knew the value of X-Men. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm just saying, like, I understand, like, the apprehension to cause it to go further. That must suck to be in that position, though. Like, this is worth so much, but we can't do shit with yeah, it. Like, yeah. these people can use this and make this much money, but we can't. And can you imagine, like, uh, Kevin Feige... What happened to Sony. <laughs> but can you imagine Kevin Feige getting called into, like, Mickey Mouse's office and then having <laughs> to explain why he had to open his mouth before the sale and cost them another billion dollars? <laughs> like, you are a fucking idiot! <laughs> I can just imagine a ruthless <laughs> Yeah, he's just beat him. <laughs> you ruined our plans! <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's just Mickey Mouse just beating him with a yardstick. By the way, I could totally see this in South Park. It was an episode of South Park. So Where he beats like Kevin Feige? Not Kevin Feige, <laughs> but the uh, the Jonas Brothers. Okay. <laughs> He's like, because little girls are fucking stupid. I feel like he would call somebody in to do his dirty work, though. <laughs> yeah, Like goofy. Donald. Yeah. Donald's a boss. I can't do Donald's voice. <laughs> I just feel like he would come in in a suit. Shit. I feel like that would be his normal play. But if he needed someone specifically to respect his authority, yeah, I think he'll he, get down. I think he likes getting his hands dirty. Yeah. Mickey Mouse is a real son of a bitch. I, well, well, you know what? His secret is they're always dirty. So he wears those, wears those gloves. Yeah, he takes the gloves uh, off. He takes the gloves off and it's like, oh, all the scars from all the faces he's pounded. <laughs> just, they're, they're just like strengthened man hands. <laughs> like he works on a steel mill all day. <laughs> He just takes out his skinny little uh, wrists going into just this huge fucking palm. <laughs> just beating people down. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna whoop your ass. I can't think of anything else in terms of news. That's all I got. So, let's go to currently. We had just Uncanny, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it's news, but it's also Uncanny. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah. Then the, we just get into it with Uncanny? Yeah. Yeah, so quick overview. Uh, since we do have to recover information from everything we've yeah. previously recorded. Good thing happy issues were just fights. <laughs> right? Um, so I, I reread all of Extermination, which, when you read them in succession, is pretty perfect. It's it's a great run. And, even, and especially the quality of the art on it is so cinematic and great. Um, and especially the, the coloring of the art uh, really sells it. But uh, Extermination is when the young X-Men who were time-displaced finally get sent back home to help reset the X-Men's universe. Yeah, fucking finally. Yeah, finally. And so that's that's basically uh, Ahab comes to destroy mutant kind, realizes he only needs to kill one of the original X-Men. I read his voice in um, Mark Hamill's Captain uh, Candybeard voice from Oh yeah, from Kids Next Door. I do it from the SpongeBob Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh! <laughs> um, but he comes, and at the same time, Cable's younger self, aka Kid Cable, yeah. uh, which is something they've stuck with. Your basic Cable. <laughs> Your basic. <laughs> he uh, he realizes <laughs> that the X Men need to go back, so he is kind of hunting the X Men himself and forcing them back, and he forces the help of Mimic so that he can use his wings and give them to uh, Warrens, because at the, that time. They're cosmic fire wings that are badass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I wish uh, Archangel had right now, but doesn't. I don't know. I like Archangel's wings better. 
but the cosmic fireballs. You can shoot shit though. Yeah, yeah you can shoot fireballs. If you had uh, archangel wings and then just lit them on fire. Oh. Double. Yeah, do both. Double. Yeah. I mean, I still I miss Claude Herman in his uh, Age of X though. Yeah. Which do you see that they're coming out with a series of Age of X books? Age of yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but uh, it's different. Anyway, without being sidetracked, real quick yeah. for the overview. Y'all, good luck. You're the one doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's like, what I'm saying. Good luck. I'll stop you at every chip. <laughs> I will. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> keep, keep trying. It, anyway, it, it all. It all. First of all, it all happens in one night. The entire thing, which doesn't feel like oh, it really? when it yeah, came out, uh, and especially after it was delayed too. But when you read it again, even the mimic thing uh, of him taking Cyclops' place real quick, that makes more sense. It, it actually does seem seamless between the two, which was something that was throwing us off. The power dampening that seemed like Cyclops Blast when he, when will mimic, will mimic when he shoots at Ahab. Uh, on second look, you realize he was actually shooting lower and Ahab threw the spear over the blast. That is one of two things within the last few months that I'm like, they're going to do this. And you guys were like, you're stupid. They're not doing that. What? They do. Like, when I was like, oh, it's going to be Mimic that got oh, stabbed. Yeah. You guys were like, that's stupid. Yeah, because well, it like, seemed like it was stupid. And then yeah. in Uncanny, I was like, they're totally going to Ajax timeline. And you guys were like, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not going to do that. Um, but ultimately, uh, so Ahab has these two kids that the X-Men will have taken in later in their future. And they're helping him. He's, he had brainwashed them, and they're... Uh, helping Ahab turn the X-Men into hounds for him. And the X-Men are losing this fight with Ahab. And Kid Cable has the original five X-Men with him and decides, all right, this is when we go. Um, But they make a deal that they'll do something to help the X-Men currently win their fight against Ahab. So they go into the future further to meet those kids. And Jean Grey learns how to defeat them by meeting them and how to give the younger X-Men's memories back to the older X-Men because one of the things they're all worried about is that when they go back to their normal timeline, they have to erase all of their memories in order for history to remain solid in their continuity. So Ahab is able to jump, uh, lock onto uh, Kid Cable's signal when he time ports so close to him and is able to jump to the future with them. They strand Ahab there in the future by blowing up his ship, and then they go all the way back to the past to close the loop, uh, causing the X-Men to remember all their past memories from their younger selves uh, while they were time-displaced, and then overcome the kids and the hounds in their timeline, correcting everything. Then at the end, there's a great reveal that Cyclops was alive and apparently helped hatch this plan in the first place. Daddy's home. Yeah. Which, by the way, the beer said "Daddy's" on it. Did it really? Yeah. Oh my god. I knew there was a reason that I kept on thinking "Daddy's home." <laughs> yeah. And it's also the way that he's sitting. Like, yeah. Sup, son. It just reminded me of that too because that's the last time. Like, that's a very recent issue of Cyclops in terms of before he died. You know, and. Definitely in terms of him talking with Cable. Yeah. That's the first thing that comes to mind, like Cyclops and Cable. Yeah, because that was an Daddy's issue of X-Force with Cable, Cable leaving, leading it, yeah. And him specifically trying to talk to Cable. Yeah. Um, but I took it as Cyclops wasn't back the whole time because Gene told Cyclops he did this for us. He did it for you. He was just a kid who wanted his father. 
and then time goes back, and now he has Cyclops. I, I feel like that's what yeah, we're going to find out more of in no, the annual. Did you out. did you see the image released for it? For for the, uh, annual? the an, it's either the annual or issue eleven, but it's Cyclops coming back. Yeah, I saw yeah. that image. Yeah, yeah, where he, he's uh, in his grave and he just fucking blast out of it. Oh, I didn't see that image. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't see that image. I thought you were talking about the I cover image. image. No, they, they posted an image, uh, like a panel, of like him in the ground, and he uh, he shoots like his way out. Oh, badass. That is cool. That's a cover. I'm going to pick that shit up. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck it. Anyway, so this was, between this and Uncanny's launch was The Exterminated, which was basically just a eulogy for Cable and, and about hope. And and basically her realizing there's no point in going back in time to try to save Cable. Especially when they just loopered it and Cable killed Cable, so. Which was bullshit. Yeah. Which also, second time this year that they, or last year that they did that, where Cable killed Cable. Also, also, isn't it kind of what Xfinity did to Comcast when they're the same thing, but really, they're like, hey, we're a new thing in your home now, and they just sort of killed their old service. But, in fact, it's all Comcast. Since we're talking about cable killing cable. Nice. I, I don't like you right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the structure of a pun, but much longer to explain. <laughs> it's like it's more like if Netflix was made by Comcast right now. <laughs> like the Netflix. They are working cable. together, by the way. Oh, yeah, because they don't want to die. Well, not just that. They look at Netflix more like uh, like HBO or something, which they already have contracts with HBO. You cannot get Hulu, though. Through them. Because they look at Hulu as competition. Because Hulu houses networks, not just content. Yeah. Where uh, Netflix is is just a subscription-based channel that hosts a bunch of content. By the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but the uh, new X-Men logo is the same upside down. Yeah, I saw it too. That's dope. Oh, no, I didn't notice it. Just a fun fact there. I'm I'm looking for the panel. Oh, okay. The, yeah. the men and the new. I'm looking for the panel where... Uh, I saw where he comes back and, like, blasts out of the grave. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. Um, then after that, well, and there's also a short story about Cable remembering his birth. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was really weird. We get into the oh. uncanny stuff. What? Just to bring this up, last time you said that, and uh, I didn't say it that time either, fucking Storm remembers her birth, too. Yeah? Just oddly. Yeah, she just randomly remembers her birth. Creepy. I know. It's weird as shit. All right, random side note. <laughs> here's uh, here's the panel. That was it like shows his grave. Yeah, and then he's he's like blasting out of it and crawling out. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's dope. So then something happens and in too. I love that. Yeah. yeah, which that gets me. Well, that is what he dies in. So. Yeah. Well, and then just like how that looks, like the art of it and everything, and how they're not just trying to ignore it. Yeah. That gets me really stoked for Rosenberg just taking over by himself. And LaRocque is doing the art, and he is really good. I just don't know why his covers have been so weird recently. What covers? The well, the... Uncanny covers? The uncanny, yeah. It's probably because he has to crank them out so fast, but now he doesn't have to crank them out as fast. Um, okay. That makes sense. But I think that's a company-wide thing, isn't it? Haven't they all been looking kind of shitty? Um, um, I don't no, I don't that. think so. There's been... So, especially the variant covers, there's been a lot of good variant covers. So I thought they were doing that theme for when Stan Lee died. They've been having, like, the characters all coming in from all angles. Well, another, I don't think that's like a theme that they're going with. It's just that uh, all the covers look bare because they don't have any logo stuff on it. Oh, like the logo's not doing anything crazy? No, like there's not like a big logo that says like Uncanny X-Men on it because it's just like the blank image with like Stan Lee 
at the bottom, like the years he was alive. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. There were so, those few. With we're no, used to seeing all no the different shit on it, and it looks bare because of, like now it's not there. Yeah, which I mean, they charge more for. They're called naked covers, and they charge more for those anyway. Yeah, which is dumb, but whatever. Yeah. And what's weird is they don't charge, they're not charging more for them now, even though they have to paint, or they have to print, uh, four just purely black pages. Yeah. That's a lot of ink. That is a lot of ink. What you I think they would just use black paper, but, uh. What I don't like about those is that they're really easy to mess up, so those comics are going to really hold their value, because, like, the back, how the back is all black, too. Yeah. Um, like, the, the ink's, like, falling out, so there's a bunch of white spots on them. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. It's hard to like, keep them like that. Anyway, so Uncanny uh, reboots with basically the blue team gone because they reset the timeline yeah. and the gold team done. Uh, well, gone. In the, they're in the Ajax timeline now. No, no, no. I was, I'm getting into Uncanny after. Oh, all right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we got to lead up to 10 that just came out. Yeah. So it's basically Gene is running the school and running the X-Men. So the the red team and the gold team just merged, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's actually about like the students now. Sort of. Like, they they they're definitely being remembered. They play more well, Cuz from what I did read for Gold, they didn't show like the students at all. Yeah, almost not at all. Yeah, it was all and, just about Kitty Pride and Colossus. And Red was always weird in its timeline structure because it seemed to take place immediately after Jean was resurrected, but Seemly Jean gets resurrected blue. in the middle of Gold and Blue. Yeah. And it technically takes place, well, it ends just before extermination. Yeah. So it's this really weird time warp. I feel like oh, with that, too, though, that is, like, even though it's 11 issues in an annual, I feel like that was within maybe a couple weeks at the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which, but that's what throws yeah. it off when you <laughs> consider where it takes place during X-Men Gold and Blue and that it takes, that it ends right before Extermination, and Extermination takes place at the end of Gold and Blue. Yeah. It felt almost standalone to me. Yeah. Because it felt like they knew they had Gene, they could mark it off Gene, what are we going to do before these events? Yeah, we can start this series right now, and that's what they did because it done, didn't really connect that much with what was going on, and it was alright. I mean, actually, everybody liked that series, didn't they? It was. I didn't. I felt like it didn't do anything until like the ninth issue. Yeah, and I think it was a good story, but uh, it was stretched. Yeah. It was good. It just didn't feel like anything. Like I didn't dislike reading it. Just nothing important happened that had me like. Yeah. It seems like to me it. they were like, we're gonna do a cover for every single person on the team, and. Uh, Whoever was writing it was like, I'll have five issues and there's a bunch of people on this team. And they're like, stretch them out. We need a cover for every single person. How about that Namor one? Namor. I can't believe I just called him Namor. <laughs> Namor. Namor. Won't you be my, won't you be my Namor? <laughs> I used to call him Namor. That was like old school. Right? That was like I thought his name was that. Yeah. That's like uh, Cassandra. Cassandra. Yeah, but now, now we got Namor. Oh, wow. Um, I would love to read the adventures of Namor and Cassandra. <laughs> so, the X-Men, uh, Uncanny, uh, starts back up with a vaccine being introduced that is going to cure uh, mutants from birth. And, obviously, they're opposed to that as a concept. And they're trying to get through to this Senator, Senator Allen, which is just a Senator, Senator Kelly spinoff. Yeah. It's the same stuff. Well, it seemed like they were, like, we need to improve the X-Men right now. Like what is what are some of the best things we ever done? 
Somebody's like, oh, Age of Apocalypse. And another person was like, good gifted. And they're like, all right, let's just fucking combine them. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I think that it this storyline being one and everyone shit on it, in the, you know, who is reporting on it for they the most shit part, on shit on the concept of it repeating, that, that, it, that the X-Men were just repeating old hits over and over again. But I think that where you get to where it ends, it makes sense. It, it makes sense that they repeat it because the end, we're going to cover in issue 10. That's kind of the point. So, you know, the X-Men are dealing with the vaccine, and they're dealing with a prejudiced, racist senator, and then suddenly they're attacked by Gandalf Magneto and the other horsemen of salvation. I don't know if you purposely combined both characters played by Ian McKellen, (laughs) but... I, I don't know if they purposely yeah. combined yeah. both characters played by Ian McKellen. But I don't know if you like thought of that before you stated oh, it. Or no. it just... yeah, weird no. shit's happening all around the world, too. So they're fighting Ian McKellen. Yeah, exactly. While weird shit's happening, and then you find out that... Uh, well, and they're there to exterminate the X-Men, and the X-Men only survive because they put up some... Psy- well, Psylocke and Jean, together, put up an illusion that they did kill the X-Men. And they go about trying to fix the world in their eyes. And then the X-Men go around trying to stop them. While this is happening, uh, Jamie Madrox's dupes are appearing everywhere, causing a bunch of terror and stuff. And they suddenly have all these weird powers. And the X-Men are spread between, they're split up between trying to stop the Horsemen of Salvation and stop uh, the multiple man dupes, only to find out that the Horsemen of Salvation are working for X-Men, who's taken on the sort of Jesus God persona and he's got that counsel too. Yeah. And mean yeah, meanwhile, he had kidnapped Senator Allen and Shadowcat and all the dupes are asking where is Kitty Pride because they're trying to stop this from happening and the students at the mansion learn that it's uh Legion. And Legion it was a cool thing that happens is Legion all his hair is down and he looks super sane, yeah. but it turns out it's because he's infused all his personalities into Jamie's dupes and he actually has Jamie kidnapped uh, and imprisoned somewhere. Um, and I'm assuming being punched in the face repeatedly yeah. in order for <laughs> these dupes to come up. Yeah. <laughs> so the X-Men free Jamie. Well, yeah, because he, he, yeah, he did say that you hit him in a certain spot and a duplicate's made. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. More people come out. So the X-Men free Jamie and stop the link that Legion has with him, causing all the the personalities and powers to go back into Legion, which agree, like which makes him look crazy again and all his hair stands back up, which is a really cool correlation they did. That was a cool, yeah. Um, meanwhile, the... Like you said, X-Man is revealed to have a council that is... Apocalypse, Shadowcat, and why well, Kitty Pride, I guess, because she officially isn't Shadowcat and hasn't been for years. Yeah, which I wish they would. Yeah, it's a great name. name. Yeah. Why, and they always talk about how shitty the name is. Yeah, but it's a fantastic name. And then uh, Senator Allen being his council of advisors on what he should do because he's trying to be a democratic dictator, if that's a thing. I never got that. I never noticed that it was because Gene and Psylocke shut down all those Madraxes that that's why Legion went back crazy. I thought he was just losing control. Yeah, no, they they all, the power reverted back to him. Yeah. So, let's see, where were we? Uh, Legion stuff. Okay, yeah, so the X-Men are trying to stop X-Man, uh, Nathan Summers, who is the Age of Apocalypse version of Cable. 
but way more powerful. Nate Gray, bro. Nate Gray. Nate Gray. Come on. Oh, Nate Gray. No, yeah, yeah. Nathan Summers is, is Cable. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Shame on you. I'm thinking like three steps ahead and poorly. We had to differentiate because those are two different Yeah. They're the same dude. They're the same dude, but two different dudes. Yeah. Um, well, um, yeah, Nate Gray. different, right? Because Nate Gray isn't. He actually, actually, Gene and Cyclops, yes, yeah. Where Cable, lazy with names, yeah. Cable is the it's clone a of person. Gene. Madeline, yeah. and Cyclops. Madeline Pryor, um, who was the clone of Gene, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, sure, that whole thing is all over the place, but you know, you could thank Claremont. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> the way you looked at it. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if that was his plan. So I'm the, just <laughs> the X-Men uh, can't defeat uh, Nate, and Nate does eventually stop, at least for a moment, when the young X-Men, who to that point were being ignored and kind of patronized by Jean a lot, uh, this being Armor, Anole, Rockslide, uh, Glob, and Pixie. It's anal. <laughs> it is anal. It's pronounced anal? Yeah. I've right. always just been like, oh, because it's two vowels, it's O, then L, and then E, it's anole. I don't know. Because it's one vowel sound being followed by another vowel sound. Let me look where you have to Google So this. you get the capital. There's no way it's anal. Who's fucking You were so much like, what? <laughs> no, no, because I mean, it'd be kind of fucked up because he's a gay character, too. <laughs> so I mean, like either way, anal. I think, because they knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way, he's actually not a part of this group in this moment because he gets uh, injured, <laughs> not anally, yeah, uh, animals injured. but he gets a- injured in the initial attack. Really? Because he, he fucked everybody up out. No. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's going to get in that. Um, so he's actually at the mansion with Beast, uh, who ironically is also self-proclaimed gay in what else we're going to cover. But although is totally not, not gay. Yeah. Totally uh, an asshole. Yeah, he's an ass. He's an ass about lying about being gay. Yeah, he's an ass about. Lying. He's like, hey, who's a better role model to look up to than me? <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, the young X Men are the only ones who get through to N- Nate because they're actually asking him why he why is it he's doing what he's doing, uh, and he as he uh, says, oh well, it's because I'm dying. Legion decides to be like, ah, no, screw this. I'm I made you. I'm your dad, so you obey me. And then seems to transport them to the Age of Apocalypse, the young X-Men and Nate. Only later we find out that they're actually inside of Legion's mind. And Bishop is transported there through Psylocke in a badass way, shoving yeah. a sword through seems, his head into Legion. It though that they had, he had to keep the students in there. I think he just did it. I think they were just in the vicinity. Yeah, but like he it seems like he could have let him out pretty easily. But as far as I take it, he can't control his powers that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's part of the problem. Well, that's why he keeps on getting his ass whooped that entire. Yeah, because I think he could series. probably have honestly won that or not get taken over if he knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, yeah, and he also physically transported them. So like that's another crazy thing is that Legion. It's not like he pulled their mind into his mind. Their bodies were no longer in the real world. Yeah. Um, so Bishop helps the younger X-Men to come back who thought they were there for almost a year when really it had only been five minutes yeah. in the fight. They realized because Bishop's not changed and. Yeah. Oh God, man. I want and, that version of Glob Herman. I know. Oh, he was so badass. They were badass. But, uh, he pulls them back 
to reality just in time for X-Man to realize, oh, this whole time... I feel like he's doing it on purpose now. Yeah, I know. This whole time, he was only uh, imprisoned in Legion's mind. He thought he was truly weakened being in the Age of Apocalypse. So he actually overwhelms uh, Legion and takes over his body. And aside to this, back toward the vaccine plot that was kind of forgotten for most of these books. Yeah, I I forgot about it until they were like... Until they brought it back up with a null. It turned out that a null took the sample from Beast's lab, and that's what made it possible for the vaccine to come up. That he is the one who distributed that. Because he is ultimately ashamed of his own physical appearance yeah. and wants there to be an option for others. Yeah. To it's die. like, if Glob's cool with it, maybe you should shut the fuck up. How did they get it in the first place, Beast? I think, ultimately, it was just a sample Beast had from the last one. From the... I thought, didn't he synthesize something for it, or... I I think that it was, uh, and and we it's prob this is probably wrong if we go back in, but I think maybe it could be the sample from way back when, the, the last time they had the whole cure thing. I don't, and that's they, how they revived it literally was somebody, from the last. Was somebody like, no, because there was something else, because there was a, a news report like at the beginning, like Claremont. Yeah. But uh, there was something at the beginning of them saying, like, oh, they're working on a new cure, and then all of a sudden the X-Men have it, and I don't remember how they got it. That's what I was thinking, too. But yeah, it's a different one. Because I thought I remember seeing the news report, too, but then Beast has it, but then, obviously, Anol is the one who gives it to him, so I was, like, confused how that worked. Yeah. I didn't feel like they reused the plot, though, because it wasn't important, like you were saying. They just glossed over it. Well, it kind of wasn't that important and gifted. Well, no, no. It was they, a scapegoat but, to get to that end, what happened at the end, basically. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it was important in the sense, in the beginning, because, in the beginning, it was all misdirection. They they didn't want to reveal what all the things that were going to happen were going to be, obviously. So people were just like, oh, no, fucking cures again. Well, and I think they wanted to bring Cyclops back at a time where, like, literally everything he's ever worked for has been for nothing. Because he's always worked for, like, like his all of his friends and for the cure, and now everything's gone. And uh, mutants are dropping off. Like, everything he's worked for... Well, frankly, is they're bringing gone. it back to a time where he was his best. Well, yeah. Because Cyclops really was his best after House of M. But since when is it not after House of M? Like, when did we leave that time? Uh, AVX. Because that's when we left that time. Because AVX brought back all the mutants. All the mutants. Yeah, it did. It brought back mutation as a whole. But we haven't really seen it yet, I'm saying. We haven't went back to the days of Grant Morrison. Like, tons of kids at the school... Mutants are in an abundance, like, before Genosha and shit like that. Like, we're still at the stage where... How many fucking mutants are there? They haven't added that many new ones. Uh, or even been a school where we can see them randomly in the background. Like, it's yeah, implied. They say... Well, because they're, they're... I think it's that they're not... They're not just showing up now. Now it's that they're being born. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're being born. I mean, no, I understand. It's a more desperate time. Yeah. Right now, after at the end of the comic. But I was just saying, I thought we were still in that fucking time because last Cyclops was here he was still trying to help those new mutants well he was trying to help them from another yeah it was the Genesis yeah. yeah yeah he was it was more like okay now we got there now maintain and the world wasn't didn't really care about maintaining it yeah which what are these people gonna do for people to leave them in the fucking world they're like yeah. they, they try to be superheroes and everybody's like we don't want you around so they go to their own fucking island and then they blow it up or like they keep on sending shit after them. Yeah, they try to they try to stay in their own property, their own mansion, and they that keeps getting attacked and blown up. So they move 
across the country yeah. thinking, oh, New York's just terrible. And they're still and hated they're so, so much. And then when they're in California they in San Francisco, uh, they're literally attacked by the government. Yeah. And that's kind of what I think is during gonna, dark rain. Yeah, that, uh, I think that's kind of where it's going right now. Is that everybody's rejoicing because the mutants are gone, and um, I think people are going to start seeing them. Yeah. So, oh, all right, so let's let's get into to ten then, because that's I ended the the the, over, the review overview thing yeah. uh, with where ten picks up. Yeah. Uh, X Men taking over Legion's body. So then from that point, issue ten. Yeah. Because issue nine is basically just the fight after he took over Legion's body. And then issue 10 is mostly Gene talking to him in his head. Well, there's still a bit of fight. Yeah. There's still fight. Um, But he's kind of like, there's a little bit of a fight, and then he's blocking everybody out as he's talking to Gene in his head. Yeah, because at the end of 9, he calls all the X-Men. Or Gene calls calls all all the the X-Men. Which, oh yeah, I meant to say it was weird. The cuckoos were in there that she called. Yeah, and they're all blonde again. Well, yeah, they've they've been all blonde, but... No, they dyed their hair. Well, in X-23, they showed back up all blonde. First issue. But yeah. I didn't read further. Like, I'm not up to date on X-23, so I don't know. But I'm only a few issues behind, and they were fucking villains. So I'm like, what's going on? Like, I don't know if the writer was not... I don't think I have a theory. I don't think uh, Ed Brisson and Rosenberg are reading X-23. <laughs> well, I was like, I don't know if, if it's just an editorial fuck-up or if they did end up reverting. Because one of the cuckoos yeah. seems to be turned into the alright side. I mean, they're, like, kidnapping people and performing experiments. Or, like, they're trying to bring back the sisters, the other two, revival. Oh, so okay. they're like have a, like two corpse sisters and shit. They were doing fucked yeah. up. Weird. That sucks. And, as much as you accuse me of dick riding, um, I think the only person who pays that much attention towards continuity, as far as writers at Marvel go, is Donny Cates, because he will bring out some like random shit. Who did it? The dude who wrote for Uncanny, I feel like, did it. Who wrote Uncanny? Brisson. Uh, Brisson and Rosenberg and Kelly Thompson. Because Iceman brought up that he doesn't know Legion. And yeah. It was totally unneeded for him to even say that. And I feel like he, they did it just for continuity. They, uh, speaking of Iceman and weird continuity, uh, they just had a thing in Fantastic Four where they um, they did the same thing that Uncanny X-Men did, where they brought in everybody who's ever been a member of the Fantastic Four to help them with something. And uh, fucking Iceman's there. And Human Torch keeps on giving, he's like, you're not, uh, you're not, like, you're never in the Fantastic Four. And he's like, yeah, it was, for like, a, a real little bit of time. And he's like, I was at four a day. And he's like, that doesn't count. And he's like, apparently it does, because I'm here. <laughs> Funny. And then like, he's like leaving. He's like, you're still not in the Fantastic Four. He's like, seems like I am. <laughs> also, like, weren't they like super friends? Can't they just be friends? Shit. Yeah, but they're like, they're dicks to each other. No. Friends. It seems like they've been talking to each other. It seems like they're like, they're friends, but they're like, they're, they're friends with Spider Man, and Spider Man hangs out with both of them. Uh, like, they're that kind of friends. They don't like each other? No, not even, it's just like, you know, like, oh yeah, I talked to that guy, because he's there when I go hang out with Spider-Man. Ah, okay. But, anyway, I, I guess what ends up breaking, so so what happens specifically in 10? The psychics all decide, we need to attack all at once, which, by the way, they brought back Sage, yeah, who I haven't like, seen since Extreme X-Men. Yeah. They also, um, they, Omega Red, Magneto, and, uh, the Blob. Uh, they're free. Yeah. Well, that that yeah, happens. And they free Storm. That happens because they have Psylocke uh, go stop Storm. So she goes up with uh, Angel, and she frees Storm the same way she did Angel. She was been putting in work this whole ten issues because she did like so many plot points, like important things. Yeah. Because like she, she yeah, Angel MVP probably. And Storm. And Psylocke. She put 
Bishop in the Legion's head. Yeah. Yeah, she's been doing a lot for a lot. Of, uh, and she's in her original body. Yeah. And yeah, it, they're kind of leaning on her more because uh, they just she was a huge part of Charlie Soule's Astonishing X Men. She's been kind of a main yeah. character though for like a few years because she was in X Men. I think it's Volume Three, the one that was the all girl squad. Yeah, she was a main character. Uncanny X Force. She was a main character, and then Uncanny with uh, Volume Four with Magneto. She was a main character. Yeah, she's been around for like, like main character for a few years. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been leaning more on kind of like how now like this week like three different books came out with Namor in them. Yeah, I'm loving it. I figured you were. I didn't read anything yet, but I'm like, all this <laughs> you, you were, It's great. I haven't, haven't yeah. looked at them. But. Well, because if it's a solo, I'll pick it up. But I'm like, man, I have to read all this other dudes in here. I feel like they're trying to prop them up a little bit more. Because, like, not only with, like, Aquaman being su- successful and, like, Aquaman's a rip-off of Namor. Yeah. Um, but they'll, like, they're also just in general want to, like, get Namor out there more. They should. He's a good character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's all he can be kind of one note sometimes. He just broke his heart. Yeah, but I, we need I, that note. The, <laughs> that asshole. It's like he's, he's the gonna, reason why. He's the, brown note. he's the he's the reason the uh, Avengers eventually get like some sort of legitimacy to their hatred of the Phoenix Five. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> and. He's also the only one with the nuts in uh, that Infinity story recently. Yeah, he he does save the entire universe countless times uh, during the Secret Wars and during Illuminati. He was the only only one with the level head. Everybody sent Hulk away. Yeah. Hey, to be fair, Cyclops had some balls. Just got his neck broke. Yeah, he tried. He tried. But that was yeah, that was after he only had he was only able to have the balls to do that. Because Namor saved the universe like a shit ton of times. Oh wait, isn't that the Illuminati stuff where he was? Yeah, he had the gauntlet. Because they they destroyed one universe and um, Black Panther and everybody. They were like uh, Captain America and shit, or not Captain America, but Iron Man. They're all like, yeah, uh, we're just gonna let the world end. Didn't they knock out Cap right in the beginning because he disagreed right from the start? Yeah, and they were like, yeah, we um we don't have the stomach to do this. We're just gonna go home and wait for the universe to end. And Namor got it, formed his own group, and just went out and kept on destroying different universes to keep six one six around. Wait, was so it wasn't cool. that Steve-O Rogers at the time. No, it wasn't Steve-O Rogers. It was before Steve-O Rogers. Yeah. Oh, oh, so it's old Cap. Yeah, Steve-O Rogers is after. Uh, Wait, it's when he gets rejuvenated. Yeah, he starts being Steve-O uh, right after uh, Secret Wars. Okay. Um, it's I thought literally it was re- his his first series after Secret Wars, he becomes Steve-O Rogers. Okay. So that's when he gets rejuvenated. I thought he, the rejuvenation happened before um, Civil War. It happened, I want to say it happened right after Axis, right? Axis was before Secret War? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm just placing it. Because it happened, uh, didn't it happen in um, Uncanny Avengers? I don't know. I wasn't reading Avengers. That's why I don't know right now. But I thought I he got. I figured one of you two would have a chance to read it because it was X Men Avengers. I stopped reading Uncanny Avengers. I didn't care about Havoc. Yeah, it was like Havoc and Rogue. I don't know. Yeah. I needed somebody else. Deadpool. <laughs> uh, no, but he he became Stevel when the Cosmic Cube girl made him young and strong again. So yeah. that's when he goes from an old man to... So and isn't it inherently Stevel Rogers as soon as that happens? Well, the whole point of Stevel Rogers, too, is that uh, it doesn't make him evil. Well, necessarily evil. It makes him so that he thinks the bad thing is the good thing to do. He thinks Hydra's like legitimately doing good things. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, 
So, like, him not wanting to destroy other universes still makes sense for, even if it is, like, Steve Rogers. I mean, I guess technically, but, um, no, I don't think she, um, put the memories in when she rejuvenated. No, they went back and did those with Red Skull. Folks at home, if you want to call in, let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Justin, give We won't phone. answer. <laughs> We do have a phone number oh, now. Yeah, we we no do. phone. Oh, yeah. We, we don't have any we phones. Have two, we have two yeah, numbers. give out our phone number. <laughs> yeah, so they can not reach us. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm getting a phone. I'm getting an old uh, old uh, rotary. Well, yeah. Or like a box with uh, the earpiece and the... Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm I want to say don't, but it. you're going to do it. All right. Um, like you wouldn't use that phone. So, yeah. Uh, they free Storm <laughs> and Max Storm... Max Man, what <laughs> They free storm and she gets pissed off. And I think, honestly, kind of a hypocrite here, when she flies up and then she yells something about how, like, you think you're a god? I've been a goddess for whatever <laughs> yeah, the fuck. I'm a god. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, okay. Whoa. Hey, no. Maybe not. It's like calm down, throwing around the oh, G so word. I liked it. Yeah. Because it's like, finally, can she do something? Yeah. She so, hasn't done shit for a while. I like that they took her and made her. Made her like strong as the horseman. She looked badass in that fucking gear or whatever. You know what a bit a better line is? It, do you know what happens to a goddess? <laughs> and she was considered a goddess like in Africa. Yeah. So it makes I, sense. And she had uh, a hammer of her own too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I mean in terms of being kind of a hypocrite in that moment. Oh yeah, of saying it. Th- yeah. Because you could also argue, yeah, X Men totally has the power of a god. X Man is as powerful as you, if not more powerful than you. So, by your own logic, yeah, if you're a goddess, out. he's a god. That's how that works. Yeah. Franklin Richards is a god, too. Yeah. But no, she is definitely like, I do like the change of, uh, because it happens in Extermination. The minute the hounds turn her, everyone's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Hound Storm, we're all fucked. And the tide turns immediately. Yeah. So, she is the big gun that. Turns the tide with her power. She always is, and it's annoying that that's how she's used, though. Because they won't bring up anything until it's like, oh, we're under yeah, She never used that. Piss. She never does that for good. Yeah, right? Well, no, because <laughs> this is an example of when she is. This is... Yeah. When she's yeah. Mad, this is an example right now where she helps break... Uh, she's, she's the driving force that helps them break the concentration of Nate, which causes him to slip on the other horsemen. But it was kind of... It kind of didn't make sense, though, because... They said, like, we gotta stop Storm, she's fucking us up. It's like, well, Magneto could've did all that shit himself. Without Blob, or Omega Red, or Storm, he'd still be fucking you guys up. So I don't really see why Storm was really the big problem there. Yeah, well, Magneto too, they they always solve Magneto problems by throwing metal at him. I felt like they sold him way short in this. He kind of just stood around and did nothing. And I feel yeah. like that's because he is so powerful that they were just yeah. like, if he's going to use his power, he's going to be fucking people up. So we'll just have him stand here. Yeah, like the one cool moment he got where he's like, oh, I'll show him what happens when you uh, try to mess with the mind of Magneto and then nothing happens. Yeah. But apparently nothing happens when he messes with <laughs> the mind of Magneto. So I was like, oh, that's dope. He's about to fuck shit up. But, oh, yeah, back to Storm because those relate right there. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's in her character. Like she was just pissed off that somebody fucked with her mind. So it was all emotion. She's going talking shit to X-Man. And Magneto's oh, I know, I know, I know. I was, I was pointing out though, like that's what popped in my head as I was reading it. Is like, wait a minute, but no, because that's the same thing. Like yeah. logically, like the logical fallacy. Oh, yeah. It also seems reading. very easy to make them not be under his control. For how strong he is, you just have to stab him with an energy sword. Well, so a psychic energy sword, yeah. basically. Yeah, apparently. 
But now everybody's got it. I meant to say that shit, yeah. too. Just use psychic energy arrows. weapons now. Well, young Jean, but she learned it from her. Yeah, young Jean's got psychic weapons. What's-her-name's got them. Not or anymore. Now Psylocke has, like, different kind of psychic weapons, not just the sword. Now she's got a shield. Now she's got a shield. Makes well, the choir sense. obviously has them, but... The, well, the guns? Everybody has them, yeah. Choir's guns are dope as fuck. Hmm. I like when he shot Jean and her... Choir becomes a better character. His, or his original like, character. Like, well, let's not use that example, because it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he was one of, like, the first people to have, like, some exotic things. Now everybody fucking has them. When he had them, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it makes his stuff less cool once yeah. everybody does it. Hmm. Uh, but it's it's just so hard to do anything with a psychic. Because you're like, oh, they can do stuff with minds. And they're like, all yeah. right, yeah. So in that draw that a lot. True. So in Grant that did good shit. Sorry. battle... <laughs> But in that battle, speaking of Grant Morrison, yeah, yeah, all right, keep keep stopping me from doing the job of this podcast. Sure, job. How dare you? How dare you try to talk? Yeah, how dare I try to follow the fucking format? Yeah, we're still on issue ten, so so Nate ends up pulling Gene into his mind as all this fighting is happening, and they're trying to probe his mind anyway. And he comes to a realization while they're in his mind that his initial thought was the right one. That he's dying and he wants to help the world and the X-Men are the problem. And there needs to be no more X-Men. He changed his tone real quick when he thought he was a pussy. Yeah. 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 He pulled a real, like, Wanda at the end. Yeah, pretty much. Goodbye, X-Men. Boom. Yeah. Well, yeah, almost exactly. Because yeah. it was no more mutants. Jean was kind of horrible talking to him. Like, she repeated herself. She was just like, please, Nate, just let it go. You know, I'm like, you are so fucking persuasive. Just tell him to just let it go. You know who did a great job of persuading him? Yeah. Cyclops. <laughs> Probably. You, but he's done it so well so many times. Exactly. There's so many Omega-level destructive mutants that he's been able to talk down. Yeah. Like, he's literally like, this is what I want, and Gene's only thing to say is just like, just stop, Nate. No. You don't, yeah. Just quit it. So you're being a real asshole. I got... I... I read that, though, as she thought he was already giving up, and so she was just adding to it, when in reality, it's like he wasn't changing his mind, he was solidifying his mind. Yeah, coming to grips. Like, yeah. Making his decision. And when it when he wipes them out, it is kind of uh, upsetting uh, after the fact, where it's like the world was like, oh, sweet. Because... They celebrated. Yeah. yeah. The X-Men were gone, yeah. Like some racist ass shit. Yeah, like the fucking Avengers and everyone else. No one, yeah. no one except just you know lonely old Scott. Like yeah. So Dude, where the fuck is Wolverine? Yeah, he's doing cosmic shit. I guess. Like before, I understood like why he wasn't there, but like it doesn't make any sense that when she called all the X Men, that Wolverine was like, yeah, I'm good. That was yeah, they were that missing X Men, and it was really weird that Maggot was right on the front. Because he's probably never going to show up again. Yeah, I think they just wanted to show that they were including obscure characters. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why Sage was there. Did you you look back through and see if they... So Beak was there? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they really wanted obscure people. Oh, Gold Balls is gone. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Gold Balls is gone. Man, that hurts. My heart sunk a little bit. It was cool (laughs) to see some Husk in there, though, for the one page that she was there. Yeah, but... Okay, here's what I don't get, because X-Force is still going on, right? The book? Yeah. But we're only on first issue. Right? Yeah, it's still going on. Yeah. Yeah, it just started. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, it's, it was, it but was just Cannonball, 
I know, but Cannonball is there. You get to wipe out with everybody. So like, like, what? He, like, there are no, X-Force he's members. He's, he's a member of X-Force. No. Uh, well, yeah, he's a member of X-Force, but he's not there. Yeah, he is. No, he gets knocked the fuck out, and they take him out of the fight. Yeah. Oh, they do take him out of the fight. Yep. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. yeah, he tries to uh, ambush him and gets knocked the fuck out. Okay, get him out of here. to be fair, though, and everyone was acting like he was stupid for doing that. But that's what everyone's doing. He was Pretty doing much. his job. I know. Why shit on him for doing his job? I know. Well, it was more so because he's like yelling right above him. Yeah, he's like, gonna take I'm this gonna sucker fuck down. you up. Yeah, yes, he's <laughs> All, blasting wait, 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 wait. Also, to be fair, he's his subtle. power is invulnerability while he's like jet assing. Yeah. So. <laughs> he didn't look that invulnerable. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, it did seem like. That's like. a new X Men reference. That's why it's nigh. Nigh invulnerable. Not just invulnerable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unless yeah, and he just got fucked up. Yeah, it. yeah. Which that is a. And then, but then, what I didn't like about Hoskishi basically was just like, "You did not just done did that to my brother." Yeah, and it runs into yeah, like, pulls they, her face off. But they I just kind of make that what she sounds like in the page. Oh, yeah, super southern. I like that they don't forget that sometimes. I guess yeah. <laughs> that's something. Yeah, yeah but they forget Sam. Yeah, but they can forget other characters' personality personalities, like uh, Laura says, "Dude." Oh my, they fucked Laura up so bad. Actually, yeah. Three, this writer sucked dicks for Laura. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, this dude, something, something. She's like, making why jokes are we... and shit. I'm yeah. like, stop. That's not the character. No. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, I guess she has kind of loosened up the last, like, years. Kind so. of. But not that but way. Not where she's cracking she, the joke. She her, accepts it. Her loose in Extermination. Uh, what I'm saying is, like, X-Men Red, she kind of got, like, more loose. I think it's because of uh, Honey Badger, she's kind of, like... Yeah, a lot more chill. But it was, that's what I mean. Extermination—the way her personality is in extermination—is a bit more loose, and that is after X Men Red. That makes sense. But for it to be as far out as it is now, it doesn't seem right. It was like too much. I think like she was had some characteristics of Honey Badger. Yeah. Instead of being because like she's because I read the X twenty three and she's you know like, who write X twenty three right now? Fucking Tom Taylor wrote Tom Taylor wrote it before. I don't know who's writing it now. Somebody oh. new. Well, because uh, I know Kelly Thompson's working on that with Ed Brisson and Rosenberg, and it wouldn't surprise me if she wrote X twenty three right now. Yeah, I don't know because I know that because Tom Taylor wrote X Red, right? X Red. Yeah, yeah, because he went from all new Wolverine to X Men Red, so that was good. She like accepts the fucking jokingness from Gabby, but never like she's cracking jokes and shit like that yeah. big kid joke. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, like now she's Spider Man. Yeah, and about the tentacles and stuff. Yeah. And she was, like, useless, kind of, too, in those fights. Like, what are you doing? To be fair, they always make the Wolverine characters useless. That's true. Yeah. And, like, the large fights. <laughs> I think fights. the Wolverine characters make themselves useless. No, their their power sets are inherently useful, Tony. That's not fair but to say. you know what? In the beginning <laughs> Fuck of, you guys. In the beginning of Uncanny, it was badass, though. When she did say that cringe shit, where she was like, I'm a big kid or whatever. And she was like, now throw me. And it just goes black, and it's just a bunch of fucking stab noises. And she just took out all those dudes. Yeah. I like that scene. For those panels, that was dope. So yeah, that uh, that kind of wraps up Uncanny and the world of the X Men until the annual next week, and then yeah. going into so the new formation for, uh, for Rosenberg to take it over. I gotta read um, I gotta read uh, New Mutants because Rosenberg just did New Mutants and he's been on kind of a roll lately. Dead Souls. Yeah, is it good? I haven't read it. Yet. I got no. the <laughs> you. The way you looked at me, you're like. Oh, no. no, I started I reading it, but yeah, I got sidetracked. But uh, oh, anyway, yeah. oh, uh, I did pick up Dead Man Logan number one, just so we can go over that at some point. Too, I'm so but I haven't excited. Read it. 
I, I realized I, I didn't wrap up uh, something I mentioned before. That was that it, the reason why it made sense that they were recycling like all these old tropes of the X Men storylines into this story is because if the point was ultimately for X Men to say that it's just a cycle that won't end because it's the X Men and they're the ones who need to be removed, it makes sense that everything leading up to that would be exactly that. Just recycled arc stereotypes. It's like, this again, this yeah. again, this again, and that's ultimately his point, is no more of this and it, again, and it's because of you, <laughs> and wipes them out. And it also does kind of show like how bad shit would be without Cyclops. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, because... Yeah. You know all that shit would have went way smoother if he was there. Oh, Problems. It was weird without him, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like they that's just the only place they could go. I don't feel like it was that... Uh, yeah. They actually thought about it that much. Like, they're trying to go back and go through all this stuff. I feel like the cure was just to be the scapegoat. Because now the X-Men are gone, and the cures... You know, everybody wants the cure, so now there's not as much mutants. And they went through the old shit, because what are they going to do with X-Men? They used X-Men to wipe out the X-Men. Who can take on X-Men... Okay, I mean, whether whether it was intentional or not, I think it still stands, though. Like, ultimately, oh, yeah. as a, like, oh, that that's kind of fitting. Yeah, that, I didn't have a problem with it. I wasn't pissed, because they didn't, they didn't lean on old tropes. It felt like, I don't know, they only went to a, AOA for, like, what, an issue? An issue and a half? It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Well, yeah, although they are going there, but it's side series books. It's different, though. Like, it was Age of X-Men, and it looks a little different than just Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, almost like Although he didn't actually know, kill them, but take them to a place yeah. where he's created a new paradise. Like and a new world for I, yeah. We should be happy, because Glob Herman's there now, and now he's back to being cool. Unless they're like, just fuck that. Colossus looked kind of cool. Yeah? Oh, for Age of Apocalypse Colossus? The Age of X-Men. Did they show him? Oh. Yeah, he was on the cover. Uh... Yeah, we, we uh, talked about before all of us reading different side X-Men shit, so yeah, I figured I'd read uh, Dead Man Logan and the Wolverine stuff. Okay, yeah. I'll start reading uh, X-Force, but I haven't yet. Yeah, just because now that it's going to be... I mean, I don't think... Well, the annual's coming out next week, right? Uh, should be. And then I don't think there's anything X-Men the week after we have, that. We have two more weeks in January, game. though. Yeah. So it could be next week. It could be the week after. Well, I think I, I think I looked and it was next week, but I gotta uh, I'll double check. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be there's gonna be less content for us to do with that. Who do you think is gonna get the variant? If there's a variant, like who do you think of the three of us is gonna beat the other one there? Um, I usually do. Uh, I sometimes beat you there though. Yeah, it just depends on what's going on Wednesday. I usually go directly there after work. So, so I'm there. there before you get out of work is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or I can just pay Andy off. <laughs> Be like, hey, man. Yeah. Here's two dollars. Just, you know, any variance. And he'll be a smart ass and put back the two hundred dollar variance. <laughs> Did you guys wrap up ten? Or do you have more to say on ten? No, that, that's pretty much it for yeah, ten. Unless you got anything else to say on it. I had a few things to say just on the whole thing. Okay. Um, so I thought the art... Like, just going back, because I reread this whole thing just to review it. Uh, just now? Was, yeah. <laughs> just now when <laughs> you, you stepped out? To no. flash. <laughs> uh, yesterday and today. It was, like, the art was better than I, or better than I remembered. A lot of yeah. good shit. But there was also some funny, like, funny images. And it's only when people are have their mouths open. 
I yeah. noticed. Like when he uh, he stabbed or Psylocke stabbed Storm, it was like it would have been such a fucking awesome image if her mouth was just not as open. It was so open. Yeah. Her no, I, I know what you're talking was, about. It was but so I weird. thought it's because they got electrocuted. Like because she electrocuted them both while she did it. But mouths don't open that way. That's my <laughs> but uh, Pac Man's does. But electrocuted. <laughs> like they they want to exaggerate the. They didn't want it to look like an orgasm, but more like a oh my god, she's really being hurt right now. <laughs> she shocked her so much that she came. To <laughs> go. Oh, it was just weird. Yeah, it would help better. Like Storm's eyes are like they rolled back. Yeah, they do roll back. Yeah. Kind of, don't they? I just assumed it was like lightning light shining over it, but kind of. Yeah, I thought it was not. just white, like lightning. Yeah. yeah, but like you could you could explain like that as if they just rolled back. I mean. Holly Berry was just does. rolling back her eyes. In I don't scenes. think she was. I think they just CGI'd over it because <laughs> Holly Berry's not that good at doing things. <laughs> um, oh, man. You remember the accent? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, and uh, last thing, I guess. Gene and Betty, or Betsy, they did a good job of drawing like the body types different. I feel like a lot of people draw yeah. all the women the, the same. They look more like women now. It's yeah, not they're... just big tits and yeah they have a different body type and he did a good job with the clothes too like the scene where angel snatched up storm and psylocke when they were both falling from the sky yeah yeah and he grabbed them from the back of their oh i don't like how they sexualized uh gold balls (laughs) (laughs) had to make them all buff that's fucked up uh i uh i think that marvel i think they're going for a specific direction with their art now at least for the X-Men books recently. Like, they've all seemed to be pretty crisp and, and very well-rounded artists. Like, uh, was it Pepe something? Ignoring the fact that they just announced that La Rob, Rob, Rob like Liefeld is writing and drawing his own book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's grandfathered in. Yeah. And even though they made him get better. He yeah, is, he's, he's better. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, that picture, of the full picture of that guy... He, uh, his feet didn't look terrible. Yeah, and I'm sure he doesn't have breasts, so... Yeah, fucking Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where I think, like, because it's weird going back and reading New X-Men and seeing so many, like, crazy, crazy yeah. art styles and, and errors and, like, How that shitty, doesn't like, make the, sense. The first appearance of Deadpool, like, it's, like, people want to buy it and hang it up because it's first appearance of Deadpool, but you don't want to because it looks like shit. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, so I heard you were saying stuff about our sure. solo series. You were going to pick Wolverine. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, right, uh, I'm already reading Wolverine, and um, I figured I'd pick up Dead Man Logan, because I know if we're going to cover Wolverine stuff, I know it's kind of up to me to read Wolverine, because you guys don't like Wolverine. I mean, I just think he's oversaturated. Well, yeah, he is. Yeah. You saturate this podcast, Tony? <laughs> you want to make this part of the problem? You're damn right. No. <laughs> but I, I feel like if we're trying to cover all our bases, Wolverine's a base. Yeah, fair enough. So. And uh, I would go X-Force because I'm legitimately curious about, you know, Kid Cable's yeah. path and things. And, and didn't you say you were going to read Iceman? Yeah. Well, I thought we were all doing X-Force. Were we all doing X-Force? Fuck, I can't afford another book. Were we all doing X-Force? <laughs> um, we could all read X-Force. I mean, I, I was considering I won't stop you from X-Force. Reading. So if Devin's just going to tell me everything that happened. Because I, I wasn't that big on the first issue except for the boom boom parts. And I mean, you're already reading X-23, so. It isn't, yeah, I'm reading X-23 and Domino. Yeah. But I'm going to be reading X-Force as well, so. Okay. I won't stop you. Yeah. yeah. I'm just calling dibs on covering it. So, so I don't have to buy another book. I mean, you can read Iceman. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to buy another book. 
Dude, that's just lazy. You're not you're not gonna f- spend four dollars a month. Additionally, <laughs> no, because that's part of the problem. That's just yeah. Are we going into new X Men? Yeah, yeah. We're going into all the new X Men books you're gonna be buying. God damn it, <laughs> Shatterstar. Yeah, you're gonna you're I'm definitely covering Shatterstar. No, I feel like that one's okay to just ignore. See, I'm going to read all this shit, so it doesn't bother. I'm reading yeah. everything. Now you can just talk about it, because you've been reading Mr. and Mrs. X. Uh, no, I haven't. Not yet. I'm oh, but on. you've been reading Rogue and Gambit. Yeah, I did read that. That was good, actually. That was a good read. Better than multiple, man. Shit. I'm, st- I'm glad you read it, so we didn't have to. I was disappointed. I'm glad I read it before I bought it. Normally, they, I just buy it. Did you read Legion? I can't remember if you read Legion I did read not. Legion. That was good. That, that was, was good? good read. Yeah. yeah, but you said it didn't tie in, right? No, it didn't tie in. That was standard. Uh, Legion was the only one that I saw at comic book stores that, like, they were on issue four. And they had issue one through three in the dollar bins. Oh, really? I was like, oh, holy shit, they're, they're not done with the five issues yet. And they still have them for a dollar here. But yeah, and like, I'm surprised, considering they have a show going and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm hoping, you know, Dead Man Logan's pretty good. Because I feel like they're, if they're, they're just going to get rid of Old Man Logan with it. Yeah. So get rid of all the additional Wolverines we don't need. Jimmy's gone, isn't he? He is a, uh, he's a poison. He's still a fucking poison? Yeah, but he's like a good poison. Where? Uh, that happened in X-Men Blue. No, but where is he now? I don't know. They haven't brought him up since X-Men Blue. He's dead. <laughs> Fuck him. R.I.P. Yeah. The only thing they meant, he seemed like he uh, he needed to um, figure his own shit out or whatever. Yeah, because that's the last I saw of him. He was a poison, but he like ran away or didn't want them to be fucking with him, right? Yeah, he, and he like helped him with something. I can't remember, because all that shit was weird but he said something about huh he he let them kiss gene and cyclops oh (laughs) oh yeah because somebody was coming after uh gene and cyclops and he stopped them so that they could get it on (laughs) i guess we can go into extermination or not uh into new x-men now we already did extermination so we uh we read issue 134 through 138 of uh, Grant Morrison's New X-Men, uh, which covers the solo story about Jumbo Carnation, and then um, uh, the riot at Xavier's Institute, which uh, I know that you were saying last week that 134 was kind of like its own thing, and we should have read it then. Well, but, it ties into this next one. Yeah, having read the next one, it, it's I think it was good that we accidentally did not read it. Yeah, so I was telling Devin, I was like, it's kind of good. Because all they fucking do is reference Jumbo Carnation? Yeah. yeah it's, First it's, and last appearance of Jumbo Carnation, by the way. <laughs> looks it up. Quite an introduction. So you kind of need it for his yeah. thing. It kind of goes with that. That's why I was saying. It's weird that it's not included in that. And I, I, I've noticed said it before. I don't know any recorded, but... Like, collecting the single issues, it, like, all the first appearances that it got me, now I'm seeing, like, oh, Quentin Choir, I have his first appearance. I That's awesome. know that till now. I, I was thought, worried. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> collecting all these first appearances, now it's got me seeing that they're worth nothing. <laughs> now I got the Jumbo Carnation first appearance. <laughs> I gotta love Jumbo Carnation. No, you don't. I hate him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate, well, I hate uh, so many things about this arc. Well, he died, like, right away. You hated really? this arc? I thought it was the best one they've done in a little while. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, but you hate Quentin Quire. I kind of do. Um, yeah, I like and this, but, I feel like this solidifies why I should. Uh, even though you said I was unprepared, uh, I, I did some research. Issue 134. Yeah. Uh, I noticed something about it because you know how it's Jean Grey turning into the Phoenix. Yeah. So uh, one that's 134 of New X-Men. 
but 134 of Uncanny X-Men is uh, issue 6 of Dark Phoenix. And uh, I got the covers. That's uh, the new X-Men cover. And then that's the Uncanny X-Men 134. Oh, nice. So I don't know if that was on purpose, but I thought it was cool that they're going over Phoenix stuff like around the same issue numbers. Wait, so what? let me see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... That looks like Maddie, but that's when she's full Black Queen. Is there a difference? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was cool that, uh... I don't know if they did it on purpose, but the, it, it may be just because they like to recycle the Phoenix stuff a lot. So it had to match that's up cool. somehow. Uh, <laughs> did you see... I I love noticing the, uh, the anti-smoking ads in the single issues. Yeah. Um, because, man, I, I got one here I took a picture of that says, uh... Pot is addictive. It goes something like this. First you smoke pot, then you keep smoking pot, then you can't have fun without pot, then you can't do anything without pot, then you're that skeevy loser who hangs out all day in front of the arcade. <laughs> it's a if you if you smoke pot, you're gonna be a loser. <laughs> I, I always forget like because it uh, early two thousands doesn't seem like that long ago. But man, they just wanted you to think that you were gonna die if you smoked pot. It was it was not that different uh, from uh, Reefer Madness in the fifties. Yeah, man. You don't don't you remember the uh, commercials where kids oh, yeah. were deflated? No, it's, I, yeah, I just for it like it seems like so long ago, but really it's like not that long ago. Yeah, I mean personally, I think it's just over exaggerated and. I, I think that's true about some people in, in smoking it, especially like too much. They just get yeah. super lazy. And you could say the same thing about some people. But then just move on. <laughs> you could say the same thing, though, about some people in food. Yeah. <laughs> or some people yeah. and couches. <laughs> or the comfortable beds. Or yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. You know where I thought where you were going with that, though? You were like, you smoke pot once, and you smoke it again, and you can't stop smoking it. Then pot smokes you. <laughs> I that, they would have paid you for that, by the way. <laughs> now that you mention it, though, I could totally see they could switch that and be like, first you start watching Netflix, and then you watch more Netflix, and then you can't have fun without watching Netflix, and then you're that skeevy loser who hangs out outside the arcade watching <laughs> <their> Netflix. <laughs> you could say the same thing for Netflix. It was a time where uh, advertisers thought that uh, skeevy was going to be a, a sick burn. Yeah. So, yeah. Those are the same Seems people. Forever ago. They're the same people that think pot kills you. So, yeah. Well, they're not the smartest people. Apparently that's uh that helps more though. Like if you make a commercial that says, "Oh, fucking don't smoke because it's bad for you." Doesn't help as much as an ad that says, "Don't smoke because people are going to think you're a loser." You'll, more people will stop smoking because they don't want to feel like a loser. Well, yeah, compared well, to other people, as opposed to stopping. For but because health. that goes against the yeah. exact reason why you start smoking in the first place is to be cool. Yeah. So, but it's like Ned Flanders is like telling you that you're a loser. Yeah, and you're like, really, dude? Because you have a sweater vest. But he also has a sexy ski outfit. So yeah, it feels like he's wearing nothing no, at all. <laughs> Which Trojan Ecstasy condoms really should use that as their slogan. <laughs> All right, well, let's, yeah, let's get into these. Let's, let's get into these, though. Yeah. Wait, so 134, I so, want to say before we get out of there, at first I was like, man, they really like changed Quentin's pers- you know, persona or who yeah. he was, and I was like, oh shit, he just turned into Quentin right before my eyes, and yeah. uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, also, so a couple things happened. First appearance of Spike, but wrong Spike. But yeah, he was there for like a second, right? One yeah. 
You're always talking about how Spike's not in the comics. No, I know, but you said wrong Spike. I'm trying to think. Uh, I didn't see the panel that you were. Yeah, this is random ass dude with spikes coming out of his body. Like, Spike, uh, they called him. So he's all red and <laughs> stuff. Is it more? Uh, maybe it's more like the porcupine guy from the third X Men movie. Similar. Who gives you? Uh, who? Uh, they should have just named Bad Touch uh, <laughs> because he kills you by he's hugging you. Stab hugs. Uh, by the way, totally trademarking the a villain name for Bad Touch. <laughs> bad Touch. Uh, a couple of things though. Why is Glob in the psychic class? No, that's a special. Yeah. Special. It wasn't for psychics. It was for like deformed. <laughs> no. You're thinking of the class with Zorn. Oh, yeah. We're talking about 134. That's a class for psychics. Oh, yeah, you are right, yeah. And... Maybe he's just sitting in. Glob's there. Yeah, but Tattoo's there, too. She doesn't have psychic powers, does she? Tattoo's powers are all over the place. Because you don't think she's going to have, like, Shadowcat's powers. And then later it's like, oh, nope. Her hand's in a dude's head. And also, somebody's hand's in her head. Oh, yeah, later. (laughs) She's like, I'll solidify and kill you. And and was like, go ahead, bitch. Like you're gonna die too. And kill you too. But no, I think uh, maybe it has something to do with her ability with the tattoos on her body coming up and like speaking for her, or it's maybe reading other people's emotions or something. Oh yeah, that's weird. they call him. Where do they call him? Spike. Yeah, I don't know where that's at. But yeah, they did mention. Oh yeah, right there. So something like "Hey Spike" or some shit like that. Diaper Emma Frost though. Diaper. Yeah. She's drawn and looks like she's wearing a diaper. Where? In this. <laughs> yeah, that's not Spike at all. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about... Was that before or after Evolution? Yeah. yeah. That would be after Evolution, right? Uh, when did Evolution come out? 2003, I thought, right? So my, it was probably, was probably right before. at the same time. So it was probably before Spike, actual Spike. Well, no, isn't this all... Yeah, this is 2003. Yeah. Oh, we're already in 2003. But yeah. Spike wasn't in the first few episodes. Fair. I guess. I mean, but he would have been conceptualized like years before, but they wouldn't have known about each other. Yeah. Um, Let's see. A couple other things for 134. Beast is a dick. Yep. Again. He's just being a dick to that police officer who's trying to help them figure out the murder slash turns out to be suicide of a jumbo homicidal superior is one of the things that Cyclops says because they're trying to figure out what it would be called. It's like a homicide superior. Yeah, which we got more. We got more buddy copping from Cyclops, uh, Cyclops and Beast, and Cyclops and Zorn. Yeah, later yeah. in the car chase. Uh, which to me, that's the best part of part of this whole arc is, is the them catching uh, uh, Glob. Yeah, at the end. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? One thirty-four. Uh, I like Beast being a dick to that cop. To be honest, but the cop's only trying to help. Yeah, but. I got why he was being a dick. It's the same reason why I'm okay with Quentin being a dick. The, yeah, the cop was actually being really nice to him. He's like, hey, man, you saved my life. You're the best. Yeah. And nobody likes Beast. And he's like, you're the greatest, man. And, he's and like, Beast just, just like, like you all look the same. He's yeah, like, he's I, I touched He literally down. says, you all look the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a joke. Yeah, what a racist. It didn't come off as a joke. And he's also calling himself gay, yeah, which is cultural Fraser. appropriation. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't a joke, but yeah. it was like a snarky remark. Kind of like, he's just hating on humans. So that's why I'm like, all right, with it. Yeah. Because fuck those humans. So. Beast does imply that he, uh, I mean, I, I can't even say imply, he straight up says it. He's a better role model for young gay uh, boys and girls. Uh, like, he's better for being a role model than any actual gay superhero or mutant. What does that say about Iceman, though? Well, Iceman wasn't gay then. 
Well, no, no. Yes, he was. He was. They didn't know Iceman was gay then. He just was. They specifically out. say that he was out with Warren picking up uh, picking up women. Which yeah, he was out with that, Warren while Warren picked up women. That makes me think though. Was he's even he? More gay. Well, whereas uh, Iceman like like was he just like striking out every night and then Warren's like, oh, that's all right. Or was he like every day either forcing himself to have sex with women or having that awkward cry conversation? Where he's like, I I just can't do it. I wanted my friends like like he's in the room with the women and they just have to pat him on the back like all the time. It would explain a uh, mystique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I I'm not on B side there. He just seems like he's being a dick for no reason. I mean, he is being a dick for no reason, <laughs> yeah. but he's not being a dick like we're, he is now. We're gonna need to get a beast as a dick yeah. thing. Because he's has, having these moments as much as Charles is. I can accept yeah. that dickery, but I cannot accept what he does later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, because the, then it's just straight up character assassination later. Yeah. And he's just making stuff up. The the crazy now thing on, on Quentin's head yeah. didn't make sense. Like, it's there, and then it's not there. I think it's just wrote like, on his head, to be honest. Like, he just wrote it on his head to see Xavier. Yeah. And they don't at all reference, yeah. like, hey, you wrote crazy now on your head. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. Any way you yeah. look at it, it's stupid. Because where the fuck did it come from? That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, did somebody, like, write it on his head? Or is it just the artist trying to also add their own thing? Oh, by the way, Quentin's crazy now. Yeah. It just seems like something he would do. Because he's all, like, anti-establishment. He's probably like, they yeah. probably see me as crazy now, so I'm just going to write it on my fucking head. Yeah, but so he, he's it, the Joker. In, uh, but he becomes crazy. Like, he becomes anti-establishment in these books. He's not inherently that then. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he's on drugs. It was until he wrote that on his head. That was it. No, that's that, that moment. Yeah. I feel like Xavier would be like, "Hey, bud, why'd you write crazy now on your head?" Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he just he read his mind about it. But well, they were saying yeah, they could see right through his mind. That's why the cuckoo uh, thought he was creepy because they said you like try to look into his head and you just see right through it. That's weird. Like he doesn't deflect you back. He just shadow cats his own brain. Yeah. That's weird. Because, I mean, they straight up state that he's Omega level. Yeah. It's a a clever way to have a psychic defense, I guess, if you think about it that way. He's already... So if he's Omega level with the same powers as a shit ton of other characters, he's better than Charles and Emma and all of them. Charles is Omega. Yeah, he is. Is Charles Omega? I thought... Yeah. And another reason I hate Quentin, he and Charles are too similar, and I hate Charles, so... No. Yes. He's his prodigy, basically. No, because Xavier is looked like at a as book. a saint, and Quentin is looked at as a dick. That's why I like Quentin and Namor, all those dicks who get treated like dicks, and not dicks who get treated like saints, like fucking Wolverine and Batman and Xavier. Yeah. Hmm. Fuck Batman. Because they're all dicks, and people act like they're To be saints. fair, Bruce Wayne gets treated like he's a dick sometimes. No, but yeah, that's why I like Quentin, because everyone treats him like a dick, and that's just who he is. Like yeah. Emma Frost. Emma Frost is not treated like she's some super nice, compassionate person. She's the ice queen. Yeah. But even then, it's like she's not that much... She's not that ice... I feel like that reputation that she has is kind of unfairly put on her. Well, I feel like she pretends a lot to have it. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, Yeah, because she's genuinely like... There's nothing she cares about more than her students. Yeah. Which, oh my god, that actually bothered me later, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that uh, pops up here in 134 and then doesn't go away 
is that newspaper article that Quentin has. Yeah. And he refers to it as insane pop art masterpiece. And it's just a newspaper, man. And also, he, he calls it that every time he references it throughout the entire... It's like when they... When Madrox was saying, I'm Madrox the multiple man, mm-hmm. over and over and over again, that shit's so annoying. Yeah. Well, because he knows that nobody knows who he is. You have to... You have to constantly... No, it's, no, no. It's something that it's Morrison like rappers, wants to do, and it's annoying. It's like how rappers always uh, stay their name in the song. Yeah. It's... Yeah, anyway, that, that bothered me. Him constantly going, this insane pop art masterpiece. It's like, oh, fucking... Fuck <laughs> off with that. And, um... Just kind of going along with, I mean, it's a little sidetracky, but I read the newest issue of Green Lantern. Yeah, it's written by Morrison. No way, Green Lantern on a Mex Men podcast is sidetracky. Yeah, we're just sidetracking a little bit. <laughs> written by Morrison. We're going into outer space. I would have been done by now if universe. you would stop. <laughs> but uh, he he hasn't gotten any better at dialogue. He's no. gotten worse, if anything. Okay, because man. It doesn't make any sense, anything he says. <laughs> I was like, holy fucking shit. He's like, you've got the Flignar of Clars Act 6 flicking in the Flea Moor. You're like, what? Ouch. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> Alright. So 135. Yeah, 135. Special class. Welcome to the special class. Yeah, the class of freaks. So I'm a little confused with no girl. <laughs> yeah, I think that was just... <sighs> That's oh. Martha. Martha is no girl. Yeah, Martha is fucking no girl. Somewhere. Is she no girl? Yes. Yeah. They state that later, and I haven't read that. Yeah, yet. it's a, literally an uncanny ten. All right. Is it? Yeah. yeah that's why I was like, because they, because she says, uh, she's calling everyone, and she says, and no girl, and you see Martha, the right. brain in the jar. Because I know, so she's just pretending she's not right exactly because she's a girl. Yeah. With nobody, she's no girl. Yeah. Yeah, so they're like just playing a trick on Zorn, I think, or some shit. Yeah, they're just trying to fuck with him the whole time. <laughs> that one, uh, that one dude, I can't remember who it was, but he's just yeah, he's just being an asshole the whole time, and he's so like, uh, the, uh, "Who's the uh, the cloud guy?" I'm forgetting his name, but he keeps calling dummy. him Fart. His oh yeah, dummy. dummy. Yeah, and he's uh, he's like, I think I see him still around. I see a like a, a toxic cloud right by your ass. <laughs> It's <laughs> like a man died. Yeah, it is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was only in for three issues. <laughs> yeah, apparently he was a fart cloud. Yeah, that was, I, see, I thought that was funny. This S and M suit. They, and when did he die? I thought they saved his life with a condom. No, 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 no. no, no. Choir. He, choir kills him. Does he? When yeah. the place blows up, he gets something he gets, goes through him, and yeah, wow. he gets ripped apart. So it was like they saved him for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like the one thing Beak ever did heroic and... See, I liked Beak. I liked Beak. Oh, man. She was trying to get that Beak dick. She so no, not, she wasn't, not trying. Apparently she did. Yeah, she got Which it. was super confusing because it made it seem like they didn't do it. When did she say that? Because... She's pregnant. Yeah, but I, they didn't say, like, oh, with your child. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what the implication is. She takes Beak she and beat she's like, hey, we got a problem. I'm pregnant. Yeah, he was like, what do you mean, we? He's like, uh-oh, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought he meant, what do you mean, we, because he didn't fuck her. Yeah. So or like, he didn't have the condom because he used it to save a guy who just died later anyway. Yeah. Well, like so it. yeah, maybe he didn't fuck her then and he went back. Probably and did it later. Yeah. Who knows. Which, you know, that zoom in in 135 in the beginning for uh, the special class. You're like, oh yeah, you didn't call no girl. And it like zooms in on Zorn's eyes. And he's like, nope, still no no girl. Yeah. Because I think because he sees everything in a spectrum, 
yeah, so better just, than they can. So yeah. Yeah, and then he said, like, like, yo, you were at the, I was looking at the wrong frequencies, or, yeah. I don't know if he was just saying that to say that, or. Yeah, I think he was just saying it to say yeah. it. It was funny, they're like, you're looking at no girl's butt, too. <laughs> yeah, the guy's, the basketballist was such an asshole about that. Yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, she'll, she'll bang you hardcore. And he's like, alright, yeah, I'm gonna save everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you're just a rip off of Cyclops. <laughs> Which is funny, because later in, uh, Age of X. They do make Cyclops a character named Basilisk. Yeah, they do. Where they rip his uh, eyelids off, and they have that horrible backstory with Arcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that Zorn shit was funny. He's like, come, let us learn from one another as we share the beauty and mystery of this great world together. And he turns around, and he's got a sign that says Jackass on his back. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how he, like, it seemed like they were playing him for a long time. And, but, like, he he was just going along with it. Yeah. Like, he takes do. a sign off, and he's like, I can't, he's like, honestly, I can't tell when you guys are messing with me, or if, like, you just don't like me. Yeah. But then he, uh, that was dope, though, when he was, like, fucking burning those guys up. Yeah. And Angel sees them, and he's like, this is gonna stay between us, alright? She's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was awesome, just the way they drew that and everything. Yeah. Because they all think he's just, like, a big nerd. Yeah, and he's like the most dangerous one there. Because well, he's a super pacifist, which I really liked because his first inclination was like, run. Yeah. They're all running and getting out of there. And then he realizes, he's like, fuck this. He's like, no, we're not running. You guys stay here. Yeah. He just like, just realize what he can do. Because the same thing happened when he got tied up with Cyclops. He didn't realize he can get him out of there. Yeah. He was just going to stay there because I was thinking like, come on, dude, you're Zorn. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, and yeah then, but even he didn't know the limits of his powers yet. Yeah. Uh, he's like still learning and realizing the shit he can do. I like the U-Man funeral that they did, too, where they were all just calling dibs on the body parts. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, I get, I get his eyes. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, a weird thing. Uh, is this cool with students killing people? I don't think they were cool with that. Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. In fact, the only ones that weren't, Cyclops and Wolverine. Only ones. But I'm trying to think, because I think they're, they're kind of cool with it in... Self-defense. Neither of those things were self-defense. Neither of the instances with Quentin's group were self-defense. No, not the... But they punished them. Because they were trying to say that um, Quentin mind-controlled them. They're like, well, you're getting punished. Yeah, Wolverine punished them. Yeah. Which, I'm sure, it did not go well. And Cyclops was saying they needed to be punished beforehand. And granted, Wolverine probably couldn't know at the time because he's him and Cyclops were the only non-psychics in the room, basically. Yeah, that happens to him a lot. Yeah, uh, and what Wolverine was saying would have been true were it about students who weren't super-powered, crazy people with Omega abilities mm-hmm. already killing people. Um, Emma was kind of just like, oh yeah, it's probably this thing that it exactly is. That hook, right? No, no, kick, kick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that like you you pointed out, uh, kick was on their character roster. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that was awesome. And then uh, Xavier and Jean like didn't seem to even care. So, but, that, I mean, know. Jean wasn't really there. They were a little nonchalant. Yeah, just like, yeah. She, she was on her way there. But. Yeah, she didn't show up until <laughs> the end. <laughs> I, I like how there's side. She's with Dust. Yeah, but I like how their psychic affair, uh, they were still in a room with a door, and she had to open the door psychically oh, and yeah. find them. I took that as metaphorical. 
into well, their mind. Like she just yeah, like yeah. She said they were in a private place in their mind. I just so. find it funny that she still had to burst through the door. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Just like yeah, just because she can do that. So normally where that's private, she just like walked. She in there did that to like, Pedro Maddox. She should have kicked it or like busted maybe like she the created man. the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she created the door and kicked it in. <laughs> Emma probably is also thinking like. That was a wall. Yeah. <laughs> that must be weird as fuck, though, to be Gene and walk in and, like, your husband's banging you. You're like, what the fuck? That would be weird. Banging, like, you, but somebody else. Somebody dressed as you. Yeah. That's, like, weird as shit. I think that ties towards, though, his ultimate love for Gene. Oh, yeah. Frankly. <laughs> yeah, tell her that. <laughs> See, try telling a woman that. You know, because I loved you so much. I was banging this person that looked like you. Dressed as you. You know he was angry banging Gene. Or Emma, as yeah, you. yeah, like he's like holding her arms straight down. <laughs> well, they were ignoring each other. Yeah. Well, but Emma completely manipulated that situation because Scott was clearly fucked up from. Yeah, and he uh, kept trying to break it off, and, and he kept saying no, and she yeah. was trying to convince him, like it's just in your mind. We're we're yeah. jumping ahead though, frankly. Yeah. Well, and uh, Gene, we'll say Franklin. Totally in this frankly, yeah. Oh, Franklin. 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 Richards. We're jumping ahead, Franklin. <laughs> like the turtle. <laughs> I forgot about the turtle. I was thinking Richards. Yeah, I was too, but then I started thinking about those. Yeah, so they kill people. Fucking yeah. We skipped over that. Quentin. Actually, we skipped over a lot at one thirty-five. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, this is the one arc where Emma Frost slowly starts wearing more clothes. Yeah. By the end of it, she's like completely dressed. Yeah, and she well, she's by becoming, this one. She's like wearing long sleeve shirts, and but still like the underwear bottoms. Maybe it's colder. <laughs> oh, so this was going to be one of my panels with uh, when Quentin comes back with the pink hair, uh-huh. and Xavier's giving him shit. He's talking about the kick because they found kick, and it zooms in on Quentin's eyes. He's like, "I was just testing. I'm only playing devil's advocate. I just wondered what would happen if one of us had a dream you didn't like." Yeah, I fucking thought that was great. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. But the rest of their argument debate thing was kind of pointless and circular yeah well and you already knew his opinion on that because you're trying to be magneto yeah i, mean, yeah, he's a I, kid. He's I did love the magneto was right shirt right in xavier's wearing. face yeah i love that <laughs> he had some balls there. he's like fuck you man and they're like oh these these kids you know he's just going through a terrorist phase yeah right <laughs> also wait there is one panel that's like my runner-up panel like uh it would have been the panel i picked <laughs> where it's I feel like Quentin's name should be like Quentin Fudd Choir from it because it's such a bad picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they zoom, whenever they zoom in on his face, he uh, he looks like if Humpty Dumpty uh, wasn't drawn as an egg, like if they tried to make it as a person. I like some of those zooms because they look pretty scary. He's always, he looks like he should have one big tooth hanging down. <laughs> this was a close one too, where uh, they're talking. The first people they kill, the uh, Quentin's gang, when they they walk down the uh, the alley, and he's like, "Hey, mutant scumboy!" It's like all this low opinionating and disrespect from an ape who can barely think in his own language. You know, when you had that big idea in your head to walk past this alley, I put it there, monkey boy. It's like, oh man, Quinn's great. Yeah, that that part was pretty dope. Uh, this moment right here, second panel from the bottom. Looks uh, like Bobby. We gotta get less. Quentin Fudd. See, it seems like he should have. Seems like he should have like one little tooth hanging down, <laughs> like like you know Elmer's grand nephew or something. 
who went to college. It's it seems so out of character. A lot of this for uh, Glob to be doing too. Yeah, this is the introduction of Glob. So. But also, yeah. technically, it's inherently in character because of that. Yeah, and uh, I think wasn't it also declared that Quentin's kind of like manipulating all these people? So yeah, subtly. Know it that he's manipulating all these people. Yeah, I but I didn't know if he was or if that was their excuse because I could see him doing that. But also, if he didn't do that and they got caught. That would be their excuse. But Xavier said that. They didn't say that. Xavier said he's got a deep mental, like, it's subtly manipulating these people around him. They said that later, though, after they, when they were punishing him, and he was like, it's not our fault, he, like, mind control us. Oh, yeah, they did say that, too. Yeah, but he's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, Wolverine's gonna be cheap. Although, there is a weird moment where they're, where they meet that gang of people, and they're like, where, where he, where he bends down, and he does... T- like tell him agree with me or some shit like that yeah and but then they like kill them so it's like why do you even bother trying to psychically manipulate somebody i think it was just for the satisfaction <sighs> it's yeah yeah fuck quitting yeah no and then he's like he's kind of a good guy now so he does go straight up like magneto terrorist like out of nowhere and then now he's like a good guy well he's still a douche yeah yeah <laughs> that's a good point but he did the same thing in wolverine and the x-men didn't he try to take over the school or some shit man yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's been a good guy since bef- a little bit before Axis, right? I mean, he's adopted, man. He can't be to blame for his Axis. I know what a douchebag. Oh, I know. <laughs> for that to ultimately be the a full three sixty, he was like super nerd boy, and then he learns he's adopted. And now he's like, "Fuck the world." Oh, I love that whole like your dream's not fast enough for me. I believed in it when I was thirteen, but now I'm fourteen, and it's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't say he was 14, but I mean... No, no, I know, but that's basically what the implication is. He's like, he's at least, he's 14 or 15. Yeah. He can't be much older than that. (laughs) It's like, it has, it's not fast enough. Like, he looks like an old-ass man, so he could be 45. (laughs) (laughs) He's like Benjamin. Yeah, but that's him hopped up on kick. True. All these dudes look fucking old as shit. Yeah. Uh... Well, has got a baby face. Yeah, wax is like. It but really no, another reason why face. it's like they're got cool an amazing with, bone structure. Yeah. A, another reason why they're clearly cool with murder, though, because again, Cyclops and Wolverine can't inherently know, but Gene, yeah. Emma, and Xavier can look into all their minds. And while Quentin, sure, they look through his mind. How do you not pick it up from Glob or any of the other guys? Yeah, unless like he's doing some type of protection I on them. Yeah, but like see, that, I feel like us as readers. We're putting too much on it to say that's what it is. Yeah. There's not enough evidence in the story itself to say that's what it is. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think they do know, well, the way he and they just don't it, care. Xavier doesn't say they might have done it. He yeah. said if anybody finds out yeah. that our students were involved. So he said it like they already know yeah. he's involved. Yeah, well, the X-Men had to be really cool with people killing people as soon as Wolverine joined. But I feel like they, what they're doing is... They're playing one of those like double-sided things because if they just give Quentin away, they're they're kind of trying to say he wasn't in control of his actions. He's a young kid who's learning his powers or whatever. He was on kick, or he needs to learn better. We need to make him not a evil mutant. So for but, the time being, he can kill people. I guess. But when when your whole power is that you do know more than everyone else, then you're inherently in control of what you do. You're more in control of what you do than anyone else. Yeah, well, tell that to Phoenix. <laughs> he's still developing it. he's only 14 that's the a good, only that's the a good only point, though because Gene was technically in continuity Gene was doing the same shit just murdering a bunch of people in control because she uh, all she had to do was break up with the Phoenix yeah the only uh, that wasn't she wanted Gene. that Phoenix that was the actual Phoenix yeah 
But Jean could break up with the Phoenix whenever she wanted to. But that wasn't Jean. That was just the Phoenix. Yeah, but she's responsible. Oh my god, stop with the semantics. How can you do that? That's not semantics, that's true. She did that in uh, (laughs) Resurrection. She's just just, like, you know, this isn't working out. Jean was at the bottom of Jamaica Bay. She had nothing to do with Dark Phoenix Saga. Yeah, but... Until they merged and became one. Yeah, later. Yeah. The only character ever to actually have to face responsibility for what they did as Phoenix is Cyclops. Which is bullshit. Yeah, which is like, oh, you helped a bunch of people did, and killed one guy. Because Namor and Colossus and Emma, you don't see them have to go through punishment for Well, it. Colossus didn't do much bad. Yeah, he went to jail, didn't he? Colossus, they broke him out. Cable and X-Force. Um, I don't remember if they did, but I could be wrong. But I don't remember. He went to Russia, didn't he? He, he went back to Russia. I as far as like... At the end of AVX, he turned himself in because in the beginning of Cable and X-Force, they break him out. He doesn't want to be broken out. He's like, I'm trying to atone. They're like, we need your help or whatever. When does he join Extraordinary X-Men? After Cable and X-Force? Yeah. Because I know he's in Russia at the beginning of that. Because I think he still has kind of that weird suit on, that weird, like, metal-looking. Okay, yeah. Um, and then Magic doesn't really get punished in any way, but she doesn't really care. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like uh, all of them were along the same lines and Cyclops was punished more just because oh. he killed a douchebag old man. That's the only bad thing they did, yeah. apparently, was kill yeah. Xavier. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Emma was also arrested, but they broke Emma out. Did they break Emma out? At the beginning of uh, Bendis' Uncanny. Because he had to put together a team and it was basically everyone who was on his side from uh, AVX. Yeah. Which, I mean, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Except yeah. for Namor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, yeah. I mean, I guess he has diplomatic immunity being like the king of most of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Like 70%. Yeah. Sure, we're on this. Uh, 136? Yeah, we were. Uh, More yeah, killing yeah. this time, but it's you men, so who cares? Yeah. Fuck the you men. Because it's that funeral that you're talking about. Uh, and the only thing that really happened in 136 is, the, yeah, the U-Man stuff. And then Scott and Emma's, uh, like, they start their affair. or we officially Well, they're, like, them. in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, we officially see them being in an affair. While they're, like, doing other things, they're distracted because they're banging each other in their mind. Yeah, and it's been implied before, but it hasn't been shown them, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, the arc bef- before yeah. this showed that it was starting. Yeah, yeah, but he was, like, n- uh, not going with it. No, he took off his jacket. That was yeah, yeah, because he was like, okay, Jane, we'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, see, I love this shit. 136, you know, when... Uh, 136 is all the stuff you guys are talking about. Yeah, the camping Zorn class, the... Yeah. When Beak was like, no way, no way are we losers. Do I look like a loser to you? Yeah. <laughs> I love how they describe him, too, that he's, like, a skinless piece of meat or something. <laughs> that girl's just gyrating on top of that... Me person. <laughs> but isn't that all of sex? Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, great moment though. At the end of this, Xavier gets hit in the head with a bat. Yeah. And then they do the one thing where it's like, how come no one's ever thought to do this? Put a magneto helmet on Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> so he can't think of it. just like reverse engineer it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got out and it was kind of badass. Yeah, he's like that. But they didn't like show it at all. He's just like, your helmet sucked. And they're like, all right, yeah, that's about it. I think all he did, though, what he meant was there was no chin strap, so all he had to do was, like, he bend oh, his head down, yeah. and it came off. Well, a chin like, strap wouldn't look cool. Because <laughs> it for sure worked. Yeah. 
It's like how Cyclops doesn't have like a strap on the back of his glasses. Oh my god, he got him kicked off by in one of these issues I read. <laughs> and so his glasses are always fun. There's a very easy solution. Yeah, just his glasses get him, have him go around your head. I tired of this shit. Yeah, it's just that it doesn't look cool, so they never do it. Yeah. It's like that Pete Holmes uh, thing where he's like, why don't you just get a chain so in case your glasses fall off, you can find them quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like a librarian? <laughs> he's like, that That wouldn't look cool. He's like, oh, why did Scott kill her that orphanage? Oh, he didn't want to look like a dork. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we get the Zorn, a lot of the Zorn class in here. We got Basilisk, who's like, I never saw a human fart die in front of me before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's such an asshole. <laughs> he, he is such a dick. And he even, he's written to be like a dick, because he's got that hook laugh. <laughs> like, it's it's in all of his uh, dialogue. Yeah, he's laughing in the like future that. when he talks. He still does that shit. Yeah? Yeah. Because I remember that. <laughs> Just from, that's the only thing I remember of And that stupid eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the actual one Cyclops character, we're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> just we don't like actual Cyclopses. <laughs> no, we like theoretical Cyclops. Yeah, he's got two eyes. That needs to be the cover image. Just that fucking eye. I know that was that was. They knew that you wanted to see it up close, though, and they're like, we're gonna give it to him. Zoom all the way into the fucking eye. Because you're like, what's in that? And then they show you. It's like, oh, nothing. Nothing's fucking there. Yeah, but with that skin tone, the way they drew his head and stuff, that just looks like you're looking into a urethra. Well, he's like a, he's like a human glory hole. Yeah. So we get Zorn being a badass, killed all those you men. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see how at, at what point is Magneto Zorn because he definitely can't be Zorn this early. Like all yeah. these things that are happening. See, I'm so mad if they fuck up this character because I'm really liking Zorn right now. Yeah. So I've always been curious to is know, he Zorn like, or is because Zorn has a brother. This is the first Zorn. I've I've always been curious to know how does Zorn turn out to be Magneto, and if it's just like a bait and switch. Like I thought initially, like oh, it was just a character that they introduced as one thing, and it was Magneto the whole time, or if there's a character and at some point Magneto replaces him. When is he revealed to be Magneto? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm interested to find yeah. that out as we go through because it. it... I would think that it, it wouldn't make any sense if it was Magneto the whole time. Exactly. Especially because I read a little bit into it, and Zorn's supposed to have a brother that has a black hole in his head. No, he is. Zorn is really a character, and his brother Don't really say that. Son of a bitch. But Magneto was there. What? I'm literally writing a character with a black hole in their head. That I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Google the characters you're writing. You, you don't need the tissue, Devin. Don't cry. Uh, no, it's my nose. What's great is <laughs> that you have the... You know, the... That's confusing. That's kind of all I have to say about 136. You guys kind of uh, mentioned a lot of it before we even got to it, so... Yeah. Because that's where the condom part happens and all that stuff. Suit up. Yeah. Yeah, Emma and Scott, like, yeah. obviously. Basil is such a dick. The more yeah. I think about him. Yeah, he, he really is. He does, human life has no value to him. He's like beast. I guess. But I mean, I guess if you look like that, yeah. you're going to be pretty rough. Like, that's the part of Morrison. I I understand why Morrison writes the way he does. And I respect it. It's just, I don't find it entertaining a lot. Yeah. Like, I get freaks. People who look like freaks would be, have harsher personalities and be mean. But I don't really want to read it. Yeah. I just don't think he's great at dialogue. Oh, I agree with that too. Yeah, I don't think he's bad with dialogue. <laughs> no, I think he makes decisions for certain things where it's like, yeah. oh, we got to be pissing off a lot of X Men fans with this though, because 
A lot of people like Morrison. A lot of people. People, because like oh, well, not only have we talked shit about Morrison, but we've talked a lot of shit about Claremont. You fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> but to be fair, all those episodes are gone now. Yeah. That we talked mostly shit about Claremont. Claremont. They talked mad shit about no. Claremont. Ten episodes all shitting on Claremont. Well, oh, you, no, no, I won't deny that. It, well, in fact, let's, let's make one thing clear. We're shitting on 90s Claremont. And let's make another thing clear. We will reiterate. Don't worry. You'll hear it all. <laughs> We're not hiding from that. Yeah. I'm tired of the fucking news network trope. Yeah. Starting yeah, everything start like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stereotyping Devin. <laughs> Why is he doing it all the time? <laughs> so at least from the '90s uh, to some of his current stuffs, all right. Whenever they get him for X Men, but yeah, because well, yeah, he's not doing it so consistently. I think that's part of the problem. Like he got set into like a mode where he was yeah. just cranking them out, and yeah, it was just routine. It's, it's got to be yeah. hard to write the same group of characters for thirty years. I think he's just got an older style, and it's kind of jarring now to read some stuff with, like, not a lot of words, and then you go into a Claremont comic. I mean, even today, he's a lot less wordy than he was, but even now, like, that Magneto issue, it wasn't super heavy dialogue, but it's more than... It's also definitely not the best of those X-Men Black books. Yeah, Yeah, but but it's not the worst, either. the Mojo one a lot. We did. Yeah, it surprised me, because I fucking hate Mojo. Which, that's, uh, I considered picking up the Mr. and Mrs. X series uh, to read, and Mojo's in them, so I was like, no, yeah. I'm not picking them up. That was that was a great book, the Mojo one. It was okay. Yeah. No. Nope. It was great because of Glob. Because of Glob. Yeah, I liked Glob. And it was the first time they actually really used Glob outside of New X-Men right here. I mean, he's being used a lot more now. Yeah. After In Black, uncanny. but yeah. My because favorites. Rosenberg, Brisson, and Kelly Thompson R- read that issue of Black. Well, I'm sure they had it planned out. But I, they uh, they seem to enjoy using the students a lot more than Good. most writers. I think Emma's was the best. Or yeah. Emma's was my favorite. Yeah, no, I'm, th- I'm there with you. And, lot, I think... and I thought Mystique's was really good. Mystique's yeah. good. Yeah. And Juggernaut's was good conceptually, but the art sucked. They were all pretty good. Yeah. yeah. What, what, uh, what was the worst one? Apocalypse. I'm thinking about. Well, yeah, Ap- Apocalypse started out strong, and then it just, I didn't care by the end. I think the worst one was Apocalypse and then uh, Magneto. But I don't think it's fair to say worst, because I think overall they were all good. Yeah. Just in, if I had to rate them, uh, Emma, then uh, Mystique. Mystique, then Juggernaut, then Magneto, then Apocalypse. You forgot Mojo. Oh, shit, Mojo. Yeah, no, I forgot Mojo. No, uh, Mojo is probably third. Third, yeah, he's a that's above Juggernaut, below Mystique. Got Emma, Mystique, probably Juggernaut, Magneto, Mojo. But they were all pretty good, like you said. So it's not really saying much. Yeah, yeah. Because I did like that Mojo comic. Yeah, <laughs> I like how you're giving a shit about it. I just don't like Mojo as a character. No, no, none of us do. That's just it. Like yeah, I, I hate Mojo. Yeah. There's only so much I can like that comic. To but I like Clop. Yeah, it was a Glop perming comic. Yeah, Uh, where Mojo's just trying to get some pussy, pretty much, and he he succeeds, (laughs) which is astounding. She's like, "I like your spider legs," and I think clearly the girl that he uh, goes on a date with at the end is like, she's into some shit. Yeah, she she watches Star Wars uh, and is like wishes she was Slave Leia. Yeah. All right, so I got a question for you guys. Has Ernst used her super strength yet? 
Oh, uh, I don't think so. That's the old-looking girl, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But in her... Maybe just to carry around that glass jar with Martha in it. In yeah. the special class, it lists her power as super strength. It lists it. That's cool. I was wondering when she was, like, going to reveal her fucking strength, but I guess... Yeah, because I was... Spoiler, it's right fucking in the she, intro. I thought her... I thought her whole power was that she was, like, Benjamin Button. <laughs> Cause the, yeah, because the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, shit! Because she's, like, really strong, not, like, a little strong. Mm-hmm. And to see that old little girl slash granny, it's like double. Because not only is she a little girl, she's a granny. It's like double weak. I, I always feel uh, like, I don't know, when it, when it comes to something that's so obvious, what they're doing, I feel conflicted about whether I should like it or hate it. When it's like, okay, let's take a character who looks super frail and then just say they're super strong. And then that's clever. And then go on from there. And it's like... But that's also kind of lazy at the same time. So, like, is it clever or is it lazy? And then well, super and it's always like, like a mind fuck. Of, then it's like, okay, well, then how are they treated as a character? Because I don't know how I feel about them just based off of their inherent value of yeah. being. Yeah. Well, super strength is like the laziest power to, like, yeah, they're, they're super strength. Yeah. That's what they do. So, if in terms yeah. of just super strength powers, it's kind of unique, I guess, because she's an old little girl. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. she's she's not yeah, only she's not even the only little girl that has super strength. Yeah. Fucking runaways. Which yeah. I guess she was before the runaways. Or around the same time. It was like right around the same time actually. Maybe there was something going around where little girls just got super strength constantly. So uh, we got the riot going on in full force in one thirty six. Or one thirty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Quinn's still old ass man. Yeah, and this feels weird because Glob is officially being a dick too. And, this, and I like Glob, and it's like, this being his origins <laughs> really he was, sucks. I was laughing my ass off when he was being a dick. Because he was, uh, when he was like chasing him, and he's like, kill all humans! Kill all humans! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, also, it they explain what Glob is. He's fucking living wax. Yeah. Which, that makes sense to me. Yeah, because wax doesn't catch fire. It can helps contain fire. Yeah. It melts, like, and it, um... Also, like you can see through them real easy for it to be wax. Uh, like I don't know. There's I just figured it was like a goo. I think that's another uh, issue I have with uh, like how does he regenerate that, wax? Yeah, he, he regenerates. Well, he has to if he's throwing it around. No, he definitely does because in uh, extermination, I think he's fighting X twenty three and she's cutting pieces of him off. I didn't see that in which issue or in what book in a, in the extermination. Oh. You know, when part they're getting turned into hounds and stuff, and they're fighting each other? Yeah. Uh, X-23 cuts pieces of them off. I was looking at this paraffin. Yeah. Because they said he's paraffin living wax. Bio-paraffin living wax. And yeah. paraffin's fairly translucent. Oh, it's, and it's flammable. Oh, okay. And it's flammable. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That, that's but yeah, I thought it was what I was going to say. Uh, one of the things I get into with uh, Morrison is that he's a little too clever sometimes. And kind of goes over people's heads. Yeah. Like, almost all the time. Well, he's just, I think he's trying to be real clever, too. Oh, you know what? Yeah. This is a little throwback, but when fucking X-23 was talking about cutting up that Megalodon, I'm like, that is something that X-23 would not be saying. She's like, is that a Megalodon? Remember that shark came out from Nate yeah. Gray in Uncanny X-Men? Yeah. It's like, please say I get to kill a Megalodon. I'm like, this is really out of character for you. Yeah. yeah they, any any like excess Deadpool-y. excitement. Yeah. Is out of character for X twenty three. Yeah, it just seemed really weird to me. And like, what are you doing at home studying megalodons? 
Yeah, I just I want to kill one so badly. Yeah, Fuck these giant sort of sharks. Character. Yeah, she calls Cyclops Kid Clops at one point in Extermination, and I thought that might have been too far. Yeah, I would say so. Because it's a, a joke, and she's just not normally cracking jokes. Maybe that's why the joke sucked. Well, it's like just a couple years ago, she can't fucking handle emotions and speaking with people correctly, and yeah. now she's over here cracking jokes and shit. Yeah. Uh, I got distracted. I mean, there was a moment in All New X-Men where she makes kind of a joke that it's a funny moment where young Cyclops hugs her and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, you look like you needed a hug. And she's like, get off of me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Or something to the effect like she'd stab him or something. I don't know. If yeah, he did it again. Like, yeah, like that's her character. Just a few years ago. It was like not too long ago. She yeah. She was having problems with and in their own timeline, that really wasn't that long ago. Yeah. That was more like months. With, yeah. Because she had problems with that relationship and the one with Angel, too, because he was, like, too clingy or whatever, and she didn't understand. Not even clingy. More like, hey, I don't like seeing my uh, girlfriend get caught on fire and melted unnecessarily. I get you're going to heal, but that's gross. I didn't know yeah. what to say, like, emotional, because it's not like he was being... I guess you could say emotional, because she just what, didn't have, like, any, or didn't show any. And he was no, just being, she, like, a normal human. Yeah. She was, like, she was being more... Uh, yeah, yeah, emotionless, because Logan had just died, and she was, like, being overly reckless just because she could. Yeah. And, like, the, I think that was the overall point of that, was, hey, you don't need to do that just because you can do it. Yeah. But that's, then again, that's what they do. Yeah. Look at Wolverine, does that shit every time. I know all this martial arts, and I'm a trained, you know, assassin, I'm just gonna run in here screaming. <laughs> yeah, just rah, and get all the bullets. You don't need to, though. It's like, I... Don't care. <laughs> Would you like to make fuck buzz? <laughs> uh, was there anything? Uh, well, we didn't go into 136, so we can do it real quick. Yeah. Dummy dies. R.I.P. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Wolverine's head gets messed with, so there goes that. Uh, you mean 138? You 137, you mean? Uh, 137. So there's yeah. that knowledge that we can't get in Wolverine. Because I, I have right here so much for saving Gas Boy. Yes, <laughs> he just gets ripped in half, and yeah, then uh, Sophie uh, dies at the end of the issue. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. But Charles also, Xavier, the Cy- Cyclops breaks that kid's nose, whose name is Redneck. Yeah, that's shitty. The one who like catches fire and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which it was weird because for at one point they refer to him as Zeitgeist. Yeah, and then they don't call him that again. They just call him Redneck the whole time. Yeah. Unless I misunderstood that, but uh, it sounded like they called him, uh, or it looked like thought, they called him Zy- That's uh, what Zyker's. Zatu was just saying. She was like, Zyker's. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so they tell him to stand down, or they were going to start hurting him, and then they don't, and so he shoots him in the face and breaks yeah. his nose. Like, you broke his nose. I'll break your leg next. And then he does. Yeah. <laughs> he does like a cartwheel and shoots the other kid's leg. It was dope. He was yeah. just fucking him up. It's like student performance evaluation, grade four. Yeah. But then he gets, fucking Tattoo gets the jump on him. I'm like, garbage. Yeah, yeah but then Emma gets the jump on Tattoo. But still, it's like, teamwork. Oh, you're Scott. You can't see this girl, like, right on the side of you. Well, to be fair, the, the visor really. I'm aware of before it really wanted your vision. No peripheral vision. Inhuman torch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was that, my, that was my picture, the inhuman torch blob running through when he's on fire. I did like the 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 little bit of banter between Beast and Cyclops of like, okay, so how do we salvage this day? Because it was their whole open day yeah. thing that's being ruined. Uh, and then the whole... Which, stop having things like that. Because every time you do something like that, 
it makes the public hate you more because you invite people in and then there's an attack because obviously yeah that's when shit hits the fan yeah uh maybe uh maybe go a couple months without something happening and then invite people but then uh the whole the death bite you is basically what happened yeah where they nearly kill quentin and they do kill sophie and I just thought it was funny that it was literally five identical twins, clones, just rejecting one boy sexually. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you take it as, though? Because it looked like, I mean, obviously it's only mental powers. Uh, so I took it as it's five strong telepaths who can obviously link their minds to become a very strong telepath, one of which is using Cerebra to boost her skills even or, or is it Cyberno at this point? <laughs> Cerebra. Cerebra. Yes. Cerebra. That's one of them. Is it? That Cyberno. is one of them. That's so sideburn. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about sideburn. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so she, so she's already using that. That's boosting her powers. And then she uses kick, which also makes her like the most frail mutant because everyone else is like abusing kick and they don't die. She uses it once. Well, because it was that combined was cerebra with Cerebra. Because that's how they say it in the future is that Cerebra malfunctioned. Yeah. She died. Well, and like she, she went from her normal amount of abilities to she's what five times stronger with the cuckoos. Yeah, but they also and then they're ten sharing. times stronger of that with the, uh, with the fucking kick, kick, and then another, like another ten times stronger with uh, Cerebra. Yeah, but that's all that power is shared between the five of them. Is it? Like, so she's, yes, she's inexperienced too. I take it with Cerebra because they don't use that. Sure, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it couldn't have killed her. I'm saying it's confusing that it did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Um, well, the but basically, other... they just mentally overwhelmed Quentin's powers. Because well, do, do uh, does everybody else uh, use kick or is it just Quentin? Because I only remember seeing Quentin, Quentin passes around. Yeah, they all use it. They all use it. Yeah. Like, how did it enhance Glob? Uh, he made more wax. He could catch on fire easier he dripped it i don't know oh, man no i mean like what is actually happening because it shows it looks like quentin is like reduced to basically just his nerves and then gets rebuilt back yeah into himself so like do you guys take that as all mentally being done to him by i, I mean i would have to assume so right i mean obviously it's not or maybe he's like going down and they're attacking him on all those separate levels because i mean that image is just badass though yeah, which, seemed wait, like a bit much, but it looked cool. Um, oh, where he's getting split. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I figured it was just like that powerful that it hit his nervous system, skeletal system, muscle system, yeah. all of it. They weren't very clear on it. They probably just did it because it looked cool. Yeah. But yeah, like the image of them wa- like walking through the school with a floating head and shit just flying around him, I thought was super badass. Yeah. Yeah. I just, everything I see in these books, I always wish, man, I... They were a different artist. Mm. I feel yeah, like I do not like the uh, quietly. It's gotten better, but I haven't. It's that was good art. I thought in this issue. Yeah, but it's it's how the people look. I don't like how yeah. they draw people. You don't like yeah. that Xavier shocked face. <laughs> that was hilarious, but it wasn't good. <laughs> He's so fucking shocked. It was just straight up like, yeah. uh, like he was so, was so fucking shocked. It does not get more shocked than that. Yeah. It's like some worse shit has happened to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, dude, in a couple years, you're gonna get obliterated by Cyclops. So, <laughs> like, more shocking shit's gonna happen. But to yeah. that, he was just like, 
<laughs> he didn't even know she was dead at the like at the time. She could have just been knocked out, <laughs> but she he sees her and he's like, <laughs> so freaked out. <laughs> but he's also the only one who's freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just those three in the image: Emma, yeah. Xavier, and Quinn. But I mean, okay, then one thirty-eight. No one seems to really care. That's that's what bothers me. That and that that goes into like the whole laissez-faire attitude of this series of yeah. like all these big things happening and no one seeming to care. Well, what I thought was weird too is the one cuckoo that seemed to have a separate personality, like she was her own person. She's the one that like dies. Like, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like she's all she's away. They show her away from her, and like she's like. Yeah, she's the one who gets into the boy who turns out to be the weird shape-shifting thing. Yeah, like, she's so much, like, she's so independent from them compared to them with each other. Like, they all talk at the same time. Yeah. And, like, she's almost having conversations with them while they're all talking at the same time. Yeah. But, which, I guess that makes sense why she would be the one to go in there, because she's more independent. But, from a character standpoint, it's just kind of weird that... She's the one that, like, gets developed the most and they kill first. I think that's the point, though. Like, you don't feel... I think... You feel something. You feel something yeah. because she was the one who was being developed. And that's the one that Quinn had a crush on, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she yeah. even she even speaks to them like, what, you guys have never wanted to be a superhero? Like, right before that moment? Yeah. And then, you know, dies. Uh, so I was just looking back over it. To be fair, I mean, I guess... There wasn't a lot of talk of the cuckoos. It wasn't even said at all. It's kind of weird because yeah. they give that whole prize giving speech or whatever, and they don't say shit about the coo- like the one who died, Sophie. Yeah, they yeah. give an award to the ones who were alive. Like, thanks for your help. Yeah, who did it alone? Dipped because they were she fucking. Didn't tell no, not even it was because she was going to be like, "Hey, I'm pregnant." Oh yeah. But actually, right before that is them stopping Glob, the the car chase. Yeah. Well, then we got Quentin. It was kind of cool. Xavier and Quentin. It's so weird the relationship between Beak and Angel because, like, she uh, she kissed him for money. Yeah. And then I guess likes him. Well, she just does it despite everyone else. But it's like yeah. no one is persecuting you, so your spite is misplaced. Yeah. But they don't care. That's I think ultimately that's a what relationship with a bird. I think that's what I hate about these characters the most is that it's all self loathing. No one at the Institute is forcing them to feel like freaks, except for themselves self-perpetuating it. And it's like, I can't relate to you because I don't I don't agree with anything you're doing or how you're yeah, behaving. It's like a, and I don't see how you're acting like everyone else is being a dick to you when they're not really. Like, even Emma wasn't a dick to her initially. Like, she was a dick to Emma first. Yeah. And Emma was like, all right, if you want to go there, we'll go there. I feel like being harsh. No. Because no. you're talking from your frame of mind, or our frame of mind, because we're all human, and these are persecuted mutants, so you're like, I yeah, don't relate, I look, if I don't wow. relate to this. Wow. If I look like Vasculus, wow. I would... What you're saying know. is I'm, I'm, I'm projecting my human privilege over their mutant existence. I don't relate to this... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you are. You know, <laughs> like, obviously, they're going to go through harder times than us. They're fucking mutants. And nobody at the school was persecuting them because it's a school full of mutants. She just almost got raped by her dad who denied her for being a mutant. They go to the first restaurant. They're getting shot at for being a mutant. She's not necessarily... Yeah, but who's she being a dick to? Everybody. She's being a dick to Wolverine. He's a dick to everybody, too. Yeah, but he's one saving her. all the time. Sure. 
Yeah, that, that's my point. Is that she's they're being assholes to the people who are helping them. But I'm saying that's her character. And I'm saying I don't like her character. It sucks. That's exactly what this is about. Yeah. I think it's good to have a variety of characters. Yes, that's exactly what Morrison does. And I'm saying I dislike this variety. Because yeah. all those students were self-loathing. Look at Martha. Martha's great. Yeah. <laughs> These guys have such a huge love for Martha. <laughs> no, the only person who was self-loathing was really fucking Angel and Basilisk. And Beak. Beak was like, I'm the it, man. This is the one issue where he's like, I'm the man. Beak is always the man. <laughs> no, he's yeah. not. I do. Team Beak. I like Beak. <laughs> I gotta decide with you on this one. Oh, uh, you guys talk. You guys talk about Martha like how I talk about gold balls, <laughs> and I don't understand yet. She she has some stuff to do in Utopia and stuff. Like she she does stuff. She's just a brain. Like people talk for her so far. It's my brain in a jar. <laughs> it's in a jar. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what else happens in, uh, the cuckoos the 138? Shit they do. Yeah. Seems Call unfairly, though, because she does care about them. Yeah, and she's yeah. arguably the only teacher at the Xavier Institute who acts like a teacher, despite which, how she dressed. Yeah, she was like, I love children. Was she, she a uh, Monty Python character? <laughs> it just seems so weird. She's like, I love children. Teaching yeah. her my life. Teaching is my life. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, but that's the moment where she's trying to be real with them. They gave her a shit about all her students dying, but like, yeah, from a giant sentinel. <laughs> yeah, like she yeah. couldn't control that. No, I think, and her... she was like, she was like, oh, all my students did die. I had two students, and one of them died. To be fair, I think her students before that died too. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, so she she's got a record. Okay, but is she killing them, or is it like you know human fucking persecuting mutant type bullshit? I don't you know, know, but you know how they like in to perpetuity. Yeah. You're the boss. You're supposed to keep everybody safe. Yeah. yeah. And if you, like, you started taking a class, and the guy was like, oh, cool, like, you just got here. My last two classes died. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, I'll think of a Tinkson's class. Uh, oh, uh, also early on, the chase with Glob, Cyclops shoots through the window and knocks him over. That's great. Yeah. Another nice. Cyclops is shooting students. So great. Just, it's it's great with him and Zorn just because when just when you see those two together, you get like I don't know, you get like a like this is awesome yeah. feeling. Yeah. Like just that because it's not they don't really do too much. They're just in a quick car chase, but uh, like but my brain at the time was done. like fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> like him and Zorn, buddy, copping it up again, car chase. Oh, what's that? <sighs> that one theme music where there's like a guy yelling. Like, it's like, it, it, it is a cop show. Ah, oh, fuck. Chips? Fuck, no. Is it the Miami Vice theme, I'm thinking? I don't remember. Oh, man. All I can think about is that, uh, <laughs> when you said guy yelling, all I can think of that is that, uh, ah! Oh, that video? I don't <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Uh, so yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, her first students, the Hellions. Uh, got killed by some Sentinels and Trevor Fitzroy, and that's like what ultimately led to her reforming and being a good person. Is when her students, yeah, died. but see, not fair. Sentinels, no, not fair. Yeah, yeah. But that's like a major part of her character. That's why she cares so much about students dying, is because she's had that. She, she has that problem, reoccurring problem. Yeah. And uh, spoilers, gonna have it again. <laughs> yeah, and and she saved uh, Negasonic. Well, no, she didn't. She tried to save Negasonic. Negasonic's still alive. She, no, she was dead. She came out dead. No, she was in a coma. Oh, I thought they were like, oh, you're carrying a corpse. No, she's in a coma. Like, she's still alive. No. 
She's in uh, a Deadpool right now. She's in a Deadpool. So she's, she's in 27, we learned, too. Yeah, it was her first appearance. She didn't tell yeah. her first appearance. Oh, but anyway, yeah. We learned uh, Emma Frost is 27 by this issue. Yeah. And she's in Astonishing. Sort of. No, but she thought she was alive. That's a projection in Astonishing. Yeah, but she didn't think it was It's bullshit. a projection of guilt in Astonishing. Yeah, but she didn't think it was bullshit. And it was a good... To go back to what we're actually talking about here, uh, it was good when they called her old, and you can see like she's yeah. pissed off, she's and she's like, you know, loves her students or whatever. She's being all emotional, and then she's like old, and she goes fucking diamond. Like, I'm only 27, you little wretches, or you ungrateful yeah. wretches. So it was cool to see that disposition between like she's all fucking emotional, and then she switches to diamond, yeah, and she's like, like, you bitch, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> but also to block out like she was obviously feeling sad, so she yeah, the diamond yeah. cuts it off. Oh, yeah, because she's emotionless when she's in time. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we had a lot of Quentin shit when I think that's what basically, because he's an Omega level, I think just mutant in general too, right? Yeah, yeah they and call him an Omega I level. I think that's because in this series, you know, it ends with Xavier saying he's out of his body. Yeah. Like he left his body. So I think, because that's one of the things that make you an Omega level mutant is if you can like basically come back to life or reform yourself. Oh. And obviously Quentin currently is in his fucking body. So obviously... That's probably what makes him the Omega. Yeah, and like they they brought Zorn in. I thought it was cool when they brought Zorn in and like heal him. And he's like, oh, he's not dying. He's just he's transforming. And like I can't stop that. Like or, or he, he said he that. said yeah he said he shouldn't stop it. Yeah, yeah he shouldn't interfere. Yeah, and then because it makes it sound like he's dying because Xavier's like God help me, so much potential wasted. Yeah, and it's kind of a callback too. And, well, and then I thought he was talking about him. Being a bad guy. Yeah. Like, he had potential for good. That, or, like, now his power is yeah. muted because of the damage but or whatever that was. I kind of find it a, at least a small callback to him being, uh, to Zorn being like, oh, he's transforming to the kid where he's like, oh, just ten more days and it would have been fine. Yeah. No, I, I did like oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was the same. Because, yeah, Xavier, when he gave this speech, he said, uh, he was liberated from his physical cocoon and born into a higher world at exactly 4.32 this afternoon. It's like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but we believe that's the literal truth. Yeah. Well, uh, does anybody else have anything to say on... Uh, yeah, man. This? There's the whole... I mean, we foreshadowed it pretty bluntly, but yeah. Because right after this, because uh, they mentioned Emma's not there, and that she's kind of sulking. And Scott comes to like break things off with her, and she's oh, yeah, like, yeah, we, "Oh no, no, no! I, I, I need you. To it. I need that. I need this. Yeah, at least right now." And it's like, if you're gonna, because it it is a mess up thing. It's like, okay, yeah, you got a character yeah. who and is cheating on his wife in a sense. Yeah, and to be fair, their marriage isn't good. No, and they're all dealing with trauma. And in this moment, there's even more trauma. Yeah, and, and it's Jean's two just people pushing who, him away too. Yeah, and it's. I think this is what bothers it's me is that it, it's something that gets brought up as if one person did a thing to another person by having sex with another person. In reality, it's a lot of people just dealing with shit, trying to find comfort and solace mm-hmm. and fix whatever they can in that moment to stay human. And, you know, Gene is off flirting with being the Phoenix again. And all that cosmic power. And they're, like, compa- like both Cyclops and Emma Frost in their own right are super powerful. And Scott is morally conflicted, clearly. And is constantly trying to figure out to do the right thing and at the same time acknowledge that he made a mistake and fix it. But that 
that's the thing that's making him feel better. And in that moment, like every moment before this, you could tell Emma was enjoying fucking with Scott a little bit, like getting him to embrace yeah, his dark side. But Kinda, but like someone. with underlying like actual attraction. Yeah. But in this moment, it's like you know she's actually hurting though, so it's comforting her on top of it. And of all the moments for them to be caught in, it was this moment. Mm. So I like that. I uh, I don't know. I don't like that you have to tr- like as a reader, you have to work so hard to get there. Yeah. Like Morrison doesn't do the best job of like creating that frame it's sort of like you have to do the work reading it and infer like you have to be empathetic to the characters to I be like, like oh this is what's happening it was plain in my opinion it was plain in your opinion plain like it was pretty easy to see i just feel like a lot of people are judgmental they like to paint the shit one-sided yeah that's fair i think that's the case too because like if a you just actually times. think about yeah. it when you're reading it and think of the characters as people and not just yeah because i don't said. i don't really see any victims in that frankly and it's like everyone makes it out to be that gene was betrayed and is a victim of this thing that happens and it's like no there's people betrayed. trying to like comfort each other but it wasn't how people made it sound like i mean in a sense yeah she was betrayed but also like <sighs> it's like cyclops did kill xavier yeah, exactly. Cyclops did kill Xavier, but Xavier, all the circumstances waited. around that thing, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that, that's all I had left to say about 138, so that that's that arc. Jean walks in the room like, Mama's home. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Again, yeah, like she, uh, she made that door. Also, I think she's like drawn the opposite of cross-eyed. What is it when you have the eyes like separated? Oh, yeah, side? yeah. I, can I think see that's it. still cross-eyed. Maybe. Oh. No, because they're not cross. crossing. What yeah, is it? Uh, so yeah, we're all done with the arc then? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, well, uh, everybody go like the, we got the Facebook page up, and Instagram, and uh, Twitter now, so go like those at uh, Max Men Podcasts, and uh, yeah, that's as far as we have for shit to go like. Yeah, also, I just looked at it, Lazy Eye. Strong with Lazy Eye. Lazy Eye. Lazy Eye. So next week, we'll be covering the next arc of New X-Men, as well as uh, what Uncanny Eleven's gonna drop. Um, no, the annual. Annual. Oh, okay. Maybe the annual. I'm not sure. I gotta look again. Yeah, whatever um, weekly stuff. And then uh, I'll get into uh, issue four of Return of Wolverine and issue one and maybe issue two of Dead Man Logan. All right. I'll bring Sweet. a little something. I don't know what. That Iceman or X23. Probably the X23 so that I can explain what the fuck's going on with the Cuckoos because I was confused. Yeah. With the Cuckoos and Uncanny. All right. But yeah. Uh, so this is this issue of Max Men. I've been Tony. Justin. Devin. Yeah, peace out.